Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And have you found yourself laying awake at night, constantly wondering, how defined were dinosaurs' buttholes? (laughs) All the time. I know, as most people should. (laughs) one of those relics that we just need answers to yeah it's just it's an ongoing question where where were you natural geographics discovery animal planet all of these supposed educational programming channels yeah where were you when we needed to know the visual description of what a motherfucking dinosaur's butthole was yeah they just completely skipped that part like we're supposed to believe dinosaurs didn't poop yeah no wonder people think that it was all a scam and that they weren't real. <laughs> There's no proof of their buttholes. Yeah, exactly. Until now. Until now. <laughs> Get ready for bed because science has you covered. It sure does. So recently there was an article posted about how this research group has defined in exquisite detail how a butthole looks on <laughs> the... Psittacosaurus, I think is how you say that one. It's a, a dog-sized dinosaur, apparently. They didn't say what kind of dog, so I feel like that could still vary widely. <laughs> but um, there... I, I think I was on the website uh, that this is from. It was like 4kbutts.com. No, it was not. <laughs> it's from sciencealert.com. Nothing oh. about buttholes in the name. <laughs> But they did take, uh, there's a fossil that's been on display at a museum in Germany, Sinkenberg Museum, which apparently has preserved skin and color patterns around the butthole region. So (laughs) they decided to analyze it. So that probably proves that they didn't wipe their butt. Maybe. That they have patterns. Yeah. (laughs) Um... So, to be more accurate, it would be safer to call it a cloaca, uh, as everyone, as you would say, an everything hole. An everything hole. Yeah. Uh, Like, reptilian and... So, it's like a everything bagel? (laughs) Yeah, but grosser, I guess. (laughs) But uh, it's not just a butthole. There's, like, they poop, they pee, they mate, they uh, lay eggs all through the same hole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I'm sure they did extensive research and analysis. All right. To <laughs> determine this information. Yeah, they sure did. Uh, so yeah, they went through and they compared it to some like modern reptilian and uh, non-reptilian species. It turns out they're pretty comparable to crocodilian species, like alligators and crocodiles. Mm. So fun facts. Yeah. Some could argue that that's just a load of croc then. Okay. <laughs> I guess they could. A buttload, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> a shit storm of concerns about the credibility of this analysis. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's uh, researchers at the University of Bristol in the UK are uh, doing ongoing research about how the butthole looks. On this dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So they're just swiping left until they find one that they like. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's the fun news news story for the week. Yeah, nothing to do with what our podcast not is. Not at but all. But definitely worth bringing up for people to learn in case they did yeah. not know about this. I saw the words dinosaur and butthole in the same sentence, mm. and I was like, we have to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally, we would. Yeah. <laughs> but for everyone who's here for actual movies, TV, and games, we can move on and talk about our new releases this week. Uh, coming up this week on Amazon Prime, on January 29th, there's a movie called Mortal coming out, which I think was released last year. The description of this has me intrigued, but it's probably, I'm assuming it's going to be bad. I don't know. But um, it's a guy who gets godlike powers, and it's based on ancient Norwegian mythology. Um, it's in English, although it has all Norwegian actors. So it's an English language produced Norwegian film. Hmm. Yeah. So that should be interesting. Might be worth checking out. Um, Disney Plus on January 29th. Uh, seasons one through four. Well, seasons one through four of Dinosaurs. <laughs> Since we're on that subject. Interesting. <laughs> In retrospect, maybe I should have rearranged how I yeah. announced these. <laughs> Did not really showcase a real dinosaur butthole. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> one star. Um, I'm excited to actually check that out again because I used to watch that, but I feel like I'm really curious if it aged well. Yeah, I see. I feel like it's going to. Yeah. Just in my head, thinking about what it looked like, I feel like the costumes and all that stuff Mm -hmm. looked good even Mm -hmm. back then. Yeah. The only thing I could think is if formatting it to like an HD quality is going to show like a shittier looking set. Uh Either way, I'm excited. Not the mama, not the mama. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, WandaVision Episode 4 will be coming up on the same day, January 29th. All right, and HBO Max, we have The Little Things coming out January 29th. This is featuring Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto. I feel like this sounds familiar. I don't know what it's about, but... This cast alone has me yeah. planning to watch it. I feel like I thought the same thing, and I was like, I should look I, into this. I think it was a theater release thing, and mm-hmm. it's coming to HBO Max instead. I I kind of wonder if this is one of the movies on the list of oh the deal, all of the movies in the deal to it come this be. year. Good call. It might be the first of. Well, no, I guess Wonder Woman was technically the first. Yeah. Although it was it was before the deal year. was a yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, yeah. That's yeah. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> hindsight, I'm living you know? in the past. Hindsight there. <laughs> um, and Netflix on the 27th of January, there's a movie called Penguin Bloom, which is a Netflix film. Um, this one, I don't know how I feel about it, but the cast has me interested slightly. Uh, although they call it like a family drama, so I immediately was like, I don't think so. But anyway... Uh, Naomi Watts plays a woman dealing with a spinal cord injury with the help of an injured bird. Um, and Andrew Lincoln is in this. So did the bird help her get injured? No. <laughs> I may have worded that. I could have worded that better. The bird is helping in her rehabilitation because I think she's rehabilitating the bird. Mm. That's my guess. It seems like to me like it seems to me like this is going to be the horse whisperer but with a bird. Hmm. Which, hopefully it's better, because that movie was terrible. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I won't watch it then. I don't recommend it. I was just about to. You're going to want four hours of your life back. 
four hours. It, I don't think it's actually four hours. Okay. It feels that long. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, <laughs> Snyder Cut is going to have some competition. Uh, it felt like it was four hours, but it probably wasn't. Um, Andrew Lincoln is in this. I mean, does it take four hours to whisper to a horse? I don't know. You're just gonna keep going? <laughs> yeah. Um so anyway, I put that on there mainly because Rick Grimes is in it. It'd be interesting to see him in something else. Andrew Lincoln? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you say that? I said Andrew Lincoln first, okay. and then I said Rick Grimes later. Yeah. <laughs> And then Peacock on January 28th. Does he play the bird? No. <laughs> he's, the, he's like the husband of is the, he the Is he the injured spinal cord? No. He's the husband. He's narrating through the perspective of the injured spinal cord? Of the cord. spinal cord, yeah. That would, that would be pretty that, interesting. That, I would probably be more interested. I would watch that, yeah. <laughs> you stupid bitch. <laughs> this spinal cord is all I had going for myself. Yeah. All right, and on Peacock on January 28th, there's a ton of previously released comedy specials. So I guess if you're hankering for some stand-up comedy, there's going to be a bunch on there that were already available somewhere else probably, but just in case you're looking for something to watch. Um, I saw David Cross on there, Lisa Schlesinger, Kevin Hartz, Tom Segura, among many, many others. So if you're a Peacock, sub- Peacock subscriber, check that out. And uh, on TNT... Not like a streaming platform, but um, they have an app. They do. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Snowpiercer season two launches on the twenty fifth of January, and also since we're on that subject, it's already been renewed for season three <laughs> before season two even started. So apparently, it's doing yeah. well. We really uh, need to get in that. Season one dropped on HBO Max. I think that was last week. Okay, so it's there. We could watch it. Oh yeah, we need to check that out then. I feel like I have not finished the end of the movie. Oh, really? And I'm debating if I need to do that. Like, I, it's one of those situations where I know overall how it ends, but I've never saw it myself. seen it? Okay. Every time I ever watched this movie, it was, like, late at night in a hotel or something. Yeah. And I was like, I'm committed to this. And then... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, every Forensic Files episode ever. <laughs> um, I feel like I, in my head, I think I've seen the end of it, but I maybe haven't. So we yeah. should probably check it out. Okay. At least we'll fast forward I remember to that it being spot really that good. we yeah. got to. Yeah. And then. Yeah, we don't have to watch the whole movie again. Yeah, I'm assuming the whole season one just takes place during the period of the movie. I actually didn't even think about when it takes place. I assumed it was like way before or something. I mean, it's just a retelling, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was like in the same universe type uh, thing. Mm, I haven't uh, researched it. I think we saw, like, the first ten minutes, like, in a sneak preview thing. Oh, okay. Of the show. And it looked like it was starting out, like, the train taking off. Gotcha. So maybe it is a prequel. I don't know how far yeah. in It had been the movie takes going, place. I think, for a while, whenever the movie started. Yeah. It was, yeah. like, a hundred years or something. I don't know, but it was a long time. Yeah. <laughs> there were people on the train that didn't remember before, I think. Okay. Yeah. So at least a couple generations. Yeah. Which is crazy. The train think, starts the train up. Possibly... Someone's like, so when do we go take a piss break? <laughs> I've got one hole and I have to use it for all things. Okay. <laughs> Somebody on the train has a cloaca. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a pharmaceutical, like medication? It also sounds like one of those words that somebody could be just like, 
there's been instances of people that maybe don't know what the words mean that they're like, oh, this is like a fancy looking word. I'm going to name my kid that. Like people have attempted to name their kid chlamydia or. Uh, maybe they're just a fan. <laughs> maybe they really enjoy the disease. They've had it. They're like, you know what? This isn't so bad. Yeah. I had a good time with it. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> like to keep this memory going through my child. Yeah, so who knows? Somebody could find that appropriate name for a child because it's a pretty word. <laughs> Doesn't sound pretty to me. Well, it's it sounds like it could be a name. There kind of sounds like a sexual disease. So that was my point. It feels like a, a, a word like that that somebody would be like, "This is a nice, na- nice looking name." <laughs> so just to be clear, you think chlamydia sounds nice? No, I don't. But if somebody doesn't know what the word means and they just see it. All right, but we got off a little... Tr- yeah, so Snowpiercer. Like a train, we got a little... We ran a little off the rails. <laughs> yeah. We, we got derailed. Yeah. Which could also be a really cool name for a kid. All right. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. I'll write that one down for yeah. any future use. Yeah. All right, well, we have a shit ton of delays... So, like, it was the new wave, I guess, for 2021. Yeah. They were just waiting to closer to their previously delayed dates Mm -hmm. to then delay again. Yeah. Uh, So, with A Quiet Place 2 moving from its March release date to a September 17th of this year, 2021. Okay. So, again, one of those movies I keep forgetting about. I'm like, oh, yeah, I really want to see that. Mm -hmm. And then I'm bummed out that it's delayed. Yeah. And then I forget about it. Yeah. It's one of those things where if they just didn't say anything, you'd be like, I wonder where you might forget about it. Yeah, like, just release it in September. Yeah, just release it. No one even knew that it was not out when it was supposed to be. Like, oh, yeah, that didn't come out yet? Cool, let's go see it. (laughs) Uh, The new James Bond film, is it No Time to Die? Yes. Okay. I had to, like, think about it. (laughs) Uh, so MGM likes their release dates like Bond likes his his martinis. Shaken, not Shaken, stirred. not stirred. <laughs> so with the expected April 2nd release, which was, uh, I think, delayed a few times already. Yes. Uh, it's now going to be October 8th of 2021, this mm. year. Okay. Sony has a handful. Ghostbusters Afterlife. June eleventh was its release date. Now Wait, it's can I guess? Is it six months later? <laughs> what made you think that? Just just a hunch. Okay. Well, November eleventh, twenty twenty one. Yep. You do the math. Okay. Uncharted, based off the video game franchise, that their tootin is gonna be this big extended universe. <laughs> Yeah. What didn't they say they finished filming or something recently? Uh, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't take anything that they say about that movie seriously anymore yeah, because of I, so many times people just true. flat out lied. That's very true. It's very true. <laughs> the only thing I took seriously was whether or not Sully's going to have a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was July 16th of this year, and it's now going to be delayed until February 11th of next uh, year. Come on. Can they just, like, get off the pot already? I don't know why everybody's, like, they're obsessed. I don't Whatever. I'm not going to get into it. I mean, <laughs> the title was pretty on brand with the <laughs> scheduling they've been doing. True. The problem is they're trying to chart it. Stop trying. Just let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, change the name to The Uncharted. Yeah. 
and then, of course, this one made me giggle when I saw this. Yeah. Morbius, which was delayed last, I think, last week. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Yeah. It was, it was delayed to October 8th. Mm-hmm. Is now delayed again within a week to January 21st, 2022. So it's going to be out next year. Yeah. So they decided they didn't want to compete with James Bond, I guess. That's what I got out of that. Because <laughs> I guess they decided that James Bond had a lot of pull in the theaters versus Morbius. I mean, he probably does. Okay. Well, I wonder if it's just more about like the idea that... Let's say there is still concerns of people showing up to movies. Mm-hmm. Going up against one that is deemed a bigger brand is going to be harder to, yeah. on top of the already difficult showings of people. Right. Now you're going to have to compete with that. Yeah, I that's get it. That's true, yeah. I mean, we are speculating that that's what's going on, yeah, but, but it's it the most obvious seems to me. coincidental. Uh, and Disney had a couple, but luckily they're nothing that we care about. Well, I care, but... <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> they aren't Marvel or Star Wars, okay, so got it, got they're it. more understanding, right? Yeah. The King's Man, which okay. has also been delayed many times, yes, was going to be coming out March 12th of this year. Now it's going to be getting a August 20th release date. Okay. Bob's Burger. Did you know there's going to be a fucking movie? Wait, what? There's a Bob's Burger <laughs> movie in the works. I did not know that. Animated, I think. Oh, but, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I mean... I'd be more excited for a live action. I'd be very interested in a live action, too, actually. Uh, so, <laughs> it was going to be coming out uh, April 9th of this year, mm-hmm. and now it's got no release date. They're like, eh, never mind, we're not sure. Okay. And then, of course, the Antlers film, which is that scary movie that, starring... That didn't come out already? Was it Carrie Russell's in it or something? Yes. I want to say it was. Uh, She's the teacher, I think? Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, the creepy kid? Yeah. Yeah. So this didn't just go straight to video because it looked no. Like a straight so to video. remember after all the bullshit with Disney buying Fox and all that stuff. Oh right. So this was one of those movies that was under the Fox and then shipped to Disney. They basically pulled it off the shelf when it was going to be. It was set for April of this year or of 2020. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they canceled a lot of things at that time. It was never given a release date after that. Oh. So this is now its release date is October 29th, 2021. Okay, that's fair. I mean, it's Halloween, Halloween, right? I get it. I get, yeah. They decide to push it back anymore at that point. They should just go straight to yeah, video. It though. looks like one of those movies where I'm not going to go out of my I'm not going to go it. to the theater for it. I want to watch it, but I feel like it's a streaming it's watch. It's like a shutter situation, maybe. Yeah, the yeah. app that you don't watch because you don't like scary movies? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you have it. Yeah, I do. Because <laughs> I got a Halloween special. It was like, I don't remember how much it was, but it was like. It was a good deal. It was like. 40-something percent off or something for the entire year. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a Halloween day of special. Yeah. I think I watched like two things on it. (laughs) Seems like a good deal then. Uh, (laughs) No, there's stuff I'm waiting for. The uh, Train to Busan uh, sequel, whatever the fuck, is coming to it this year. Got it. I'm looking forward to that. There's some other stuff I have on my list, but it's like one of those things where like I never think to go watch it. Right. But then when I go on it, I go, oh, yeah, I want to watch this, I want to watch yeah. that. Yeah, when you go this. on it, I feel like you watch three things or whatever. Like, you watch more than one thing whenever you get on it. Yeah, I like yeah. binge. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. not going to be on for another month. I better <laughs> watch a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, all those things are delayed. Yep. Like me watching stuff on Shudder. <laughs> all right. Uh, we we had a couple trailers that popped out this week. Yeah. I wanted to not really 
necessarily talk in detail about them, but just kind of let people know they exist. They want to go check them out. Give our little two cents on them, and that's that, you know? Okay. So, we've made a lot of jokes without really knowing anything about this show. <laughs> Superman and Lois finally I, came out with a... I stand a, by everything I've said. <laughs> they called it a trailer, but it was more of a teaser, right? Yeah. Um, uh, basic premise seems to be... Uh, it's fast forward with Superman and Lois mm-hmm. now married. They had two yeah. kids. They're now like teenagers. Uh, the kids didn't seemingly know that he was Superman. It's also, and then they're like, "What?" I'm also confused because I feel like they don't look any older. I know he probably wouldn't, but like Lois should look a little mm. older theoretically, that's just, right? Eh, that's just it's a CW thing. See, well, it's just TV, right? Fair, whatever. Besides, for all we know, maybe there's some fucking twist where they're like genetically made or some shit or maybe they're not even really oh maybe they're biologically adopted. his or something yeah good point so they had this trailer i can't get a real read on what the whole premise is outside of them having family drama and master chief is now in yeah his. apparently I, and he looks like he's the villain i will say it does look like he's the antagonist some guy in a suit, it looks like Master Chief. A very slim down Master Chief. Yeah. Hasn't been able to work out during 2020. Yeah. So he's a lot thinner he's than usual. He's doing yoga at home. <laughs> at first I was like, is that like Lex Luthor's like armor like, suit? Yeah. Because it's, it's, I think he's be. supposed to be on the show, right? Uh, what's his name that played him in oh, the yeah. Crisis stuff? That guy. Yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah. The <laughs> one of the two and a half men. Yeah. That is, oh yeah, that is where I know him from. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wondered if that's what it was supposed to be, but it definitely looked like. Well, Master but Chief. here's the problem with that is they've shown that suit in Supergirl. They've shown him in that suit, True. and the suit they showed in that series was way cooler looking than what this thing looked like. True. So hmm. it's probably like a different model or generation, maybe. I don't know. Either way. Yeah. I am gonna just say it again. I stand by everything it's like that I said. Like a toned down military, like produced, yeah. version. Yeah, like a military contract version. Yeah. Uh, I I'm gonna stand by everything I've said to make fun of this because it still looks just as dumb. It looks bad. Yeah. That said, I'm going to check out the two hour <laughs> premiere. Yeah, I mean we'll watch it. <laughs> How else will I validate myself for thinking it looks stupid? If I can't we watch need, it and then say, yeah, that was stupid. We need to confirm Pat on my back. Stupid. Yeah, Or we exactly. can pat each other's back. Yeah, at the same time. We'll see. Uh, the CW shows are looking like they're going downhill. But. Yeah, it has. I have very little interest in it other than just to prove to myself that I was correct, that it looks dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we also have Godzilla versus, is it Kong or King Kong? I think it's just Godzilla vs. Kong. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, I figured they tweaked it because of the whatever. Naming yeah. movies, whatever. Bullshit. Uh, so they dropped the trailer for this movie, which is going to be releasing on HBO Max and in theaters the same day. Uh, I believe it's in April? I think it's March. March? I think so. And it was a pretty straightforward trailer. They give you Godzilla, they give you Kong, and they show them fight. Yeah. And they got this uh, interesting, like, hip-hop kind of music in the background. Mm-hmm. Definitely didn't feel like it matched, but, you know, here we are. March 26th. March 26th. Okay. Even better. Yeah. So, yeah. It, the whole trailer, they're basically spitting it like, oh, these are the two juggernauts left of this big monster world. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and they have to fight to the death or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Really felt a lot like BVS. Yeah. Uh, they, The fact that they want you to think that they're fighting to the death yeah. makes me feel like, okay, so there's a secret yeah. antagonist yep. villain that we're going to see near the end. 100%. Pop up. They're going to have to buddy cop it up. Yeah. And work together to fight it. Yeah. Probably going to be, oh, I don't know, Mechagodzilla? Maybe. In fact, I think I know what the movie's going to be. Dude, can I say it? Was that like... Go for it. Potential spoilers. There's no rules. If I'm right. I mean... Okay. <laughs> spoilers only in the sense that I'm confident I'm right. <laughs> but it, there's But no I have actual no knowledge. actual evidence. Yeah. <laughs> my analysis is just my opinion out of nowhere. Yeah. Here's where I think it's going down. They kind of referred to how Godzilla was like out of control in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And that's why they got Kong... To yeah. fight him because he was, like, out of control and, and harming people, right? Correct. So, here's my suspicion. Mm-hmm. There's a Mecha Godzilla wreaking havoc somewhere, secretly. Mm-hmm. Okay? They've mistaken the, the attacks for Godzilla. And so, he's just swimming along, doing his own thing in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then they come bring Kong over on a fucking aircraft carrier... Because apparently those things are fucking strong as hell. Yeah, that and float sense. that with whole thing. Massive. I'm sorry. Gorillas on them. Just King Kong alone slamming his fist down should have broken it in half. Yeah. There's just no, just that's a weak motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Give that guy some barrels to lift. Yeah, for real. So they're gonna have their ocean oceanic fight. Mm-hmm. Which, let's be honest, you're pretty fucking dumb if you bring a land animal. To, to the fight. ocean to fight an ocean slash land animal. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think's going to win? The guy that can swim? Probably. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> They've already established he could go really far down depths in the ocean holding his breath. Or maybe just breathes underwater. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I know don't, the technical. I don't know the fucking biology. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we know he's got a very defined butthole. He probably has a cloaca. He seems reptilian. I mean, he is, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> they better have that in the movie. Yeah. I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> One star. Where was his butthole? <laughs> the only asshole I see here are the people I think give him a butthole. <laughs> they had somebody fucking CGI cover the buttholes. Yeah. Well. <laughs> want to be the first that's happened, apparently. Yeah. So. That's what I think is going down. They're going to have their fucking battle, and then all of a sudden, shit's going to happen elsewhere, and they're going to realize it's Mecha Godzilla. So, that's my speculation slash spoiler, maybe. If I'm right, fuck yeah. Yeah. So, is Mecha Godzilla, like, controlled by a person, or is he just, like, a robot? I don't know the details. He's, like, a robot. I think it was, like, created to fight Godzilla. Okay. The, the only other route I could think they could go is... Uh, Mecha Streisand. <laughs> Even she said no. <laughs> I thought it was a good joke. Good timing for once, Ridley. <laughs> yeah. For her next trick, she's going to piss on something. <laughs> oh, man. I think it's... uh. I think it's going to be good. The, the CGI looked good. Yeah. It's clearly going to have a lot of action. Uh, surprisingly, I know I was concerned, Millie Bobby Brown, the, the MB2. 
Yeah. Uh, was really not in the trailer very much. In fact, she was, like, not in until about halfway. They yeah. They had many other people established before her. Yeah. I feel, Here's my prediction for this. I feel like um, there's going to be some reason that Godzilla is behaving in the way he is. Like, I, I don't know how they could... I mean, you could be right that it's so, like a Godzilla, like but... like, maybe he's being manipulated? Yes. Like, there's some kind of a frequency being emitted somewhere mm. or something like that. And she's going to be like... Because basically what she said, that's essentially what she's like, there's got to be something going on that's making him act like this. So, I feel like some kind of, like, frequency bullshit's going on that's causing him to go haywire. Mm. And then that's where she comes in to, like, try to help him, like, not be that way again. But I like your idea of Mechagodzilla better. And just, that was my, my impression from watching the trailer was, oh, there's going to mm. be some kind of, like, bad organization that's just, like, It emitting. just, it feels like that's the only next step they can go with what they've done with the franchise, right? Yeah. For all these big, iconic mm-hmm. characters and enemies that, that Godzilla that's has That's true. They've already covered a lot of them. And it's weird, too, because the reason I think there's going to be an antagonist is, one, because that's just how they always are. But two is because they they really established Godzilla as a good guy in these films. Mm-hmm. And I know you kind of have to make him a good guy because, well, somebody has to be the good guy. Yeah. You can't just have, like, humans are the only good guy. That's a boring story. But, like, story. the last film, they kind of established, like, he's, like, the guardian yeah. of the planet. Exactly. And so it seems like you can't make him now the villain. Yeah. You can't make them turn heel right? Uh, just because you have another one that you also want to use as a... Yeah, like, but this guy's good too, yeah. so how do we... Uh... I'm going to predict the ending of this movie too. Both of their mom's name is Martha. Or Mothra. <laughs> Ma- Martha. Martha. <laughs> they realized their mom was Martha the whole time. <laughs> Boom. Yep. Okay, I mean... It... I'm, I mean, are we expecting a lot out of this? I really liked the last one, King mm-hmm. of the Monsters. Yeah. Uh, the first Godzilla, whatever, reboot, I felt like it was kind of boring, but looked visually good. Yeah. Kong was okay. I enjoyed it enough. Mm-hmm. I was more excited to know that they were going to go against each other. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be a fun popcorn flick for people. I think oh, yeah. I think it's going to not be the greatest plot, but I think we're going to find people overall we are going to enjoy this one. Yeah, monsters, CGI, fighting on screen. Yeah, yeah. sounds great. It's the, the one downside is it does feel like a movie that you would want, you would want to see in theaters. Yeah, that's but true. I also like getting things that are not necessarily free, but I'm not yeah, paying more I'm for I'm not it. paying extra for it, yeah. <laughs> so, you can take that saved money and buy popcorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As though that wouldn't happen anyways. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, that was it for the two trailers we saw this week. We had actually really big news today pop up. Harry Potter potentially getting a TV series going to HBO Max. I heard about this. Uh, so the rumor is, according to Variety slash The Hollywood Reporter, uh, that there's a series early in development for a live-action Harry Potter TV show. Variety's reporting it like it's a fact and this is just happening. Mm-hmm. But it's still based off them having a source associated with the project. Yes. However, HBO and WB have both 
responded to Variety saying that there are no Harry Potter series in development at the studio or on the streaming platform. So I have some things to say about this. Uh, I'm confused. Obviously, I don't know how the inner workings of these reporting sites go, but like THR originally broke the news, and Variety even says that in the bottom of their article. But they're only six minutes apart, so like the logistics of that is confusing to me. But that's a separate issue. Um, but then THR says their article says that according to sources, blah blah blah, this is what's happening, and they're like they're uh, doing exploratory meetings and blah blah blah. So. Uh, they also have a statement in there from from HBO and Warner Brothers saying there's nothing in the fucking progress, you know? So I'm wondering if this is just an, a matter of semantics. Like, technically they're like, well, yeah, there's nothing in production. Because are they just saying that technically exploratory meetings are not considered in development? Is it just like a different phase like to a, them? So you think it's like a loophole? It's a like, loophole, You can yeah. define something as say, in production when it's just... We're we're just talking about it. We're brainstorming the yeah. idea of a show yeah. because we want to look to the future. I mean, yeah. let's be honest; they're always doing they're that, always right? doing that. Yeah, so they every could major very property well... is going to be getting a conversation about what can you do to make more money out. Of yeah, it. so they could absolutely be discussing it and going and doing all of this shit. And as long as they're not something officially on the books, then they can legally say there's nothing in production. <laughs> So it's well, even, kind of silly. I mean, there's no legal things to it. No, no, no. You I don't know. have to. They're not. They're not like, required to to disclose it. That's not what I meant. Yeah. I just meant they could say it without lying that there's not nothing quote unquote in production as long as it's actually not on paper that anything has started yet because there's nobody attached. Obviously, so I don't know. I feel like it's just I a mean, game of words. Marvel with them. lies to our faces, right? Fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll release a trailer, or or a trailer will be leaked, and they'll be like, "No, no, that's not. That's it. not a thing. That's not ours." Two weeks later, same trailer. In the video, Kevin Feige is like <laughs> revealing the trailer. I don't know what you're me. talking about. That's not that's not me. <laughs> um, but that's Keith Figgle. He's a douche. <laughs> you know what else I have to say about this is I hope it's fucking real because that would be really cool. Of course you do. Yeah. And as soon as I saw this, I was like, okay. Yeah. We're going to be talking about this one. I thought it was funny because I we went to look I went to look at the notes for this and then I was like I saw this and I was like variety what because I had posted the the Hollywood Reporter one on our Facebook group earlier today yeah <laughs> yeah and I was like oh now I'm confused <laughs> also go join our Facebook group if you haven't yeah it's... dissecting this fiction podcast yeah it's a Facebook group. <laughs> Sorry, did I take that from you? No. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. We're good. So, uh, we are going to go off the basis that this theoretically is going to happen. I know they're saying that it's not, but again, companies say shit's not happening all the time because they want to do it according to their marketing or schedule, whatever, to reveal right. things, right? Yeah. So, let's just assume it is happening for the shits and gigs of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a dino shit. Yeah. The dino shits and dino gigs. Yeah. Dino shit is gigasaur. Uh, So here's a question I have for you. I mean, because you're the one that's more into Harry Potter. You've read the books. You've seen the movies. Mm -hmm. I know the movies. That's about it. Okay. (laughs) And you did go see The Cursed Child. Okay. We have The Cursed Child. So that kind of plays into my conversation here. Where would the timeline land? Would this be a prequel? Would this be a sequel? Would this be... 
uh, when they say Harry Potter, is that a broad stroke description of the wizarding world? Could it be a standoff thing uh, away from Harry Potter specifically? But they're just saying Harry Potter because that's the terminology that is going to get people to click on their article versus the wizarding world, which is more tied to Fantastic Beasts, which is not so popular, uh, it seems, lately as the Harry Potter side of it all. That's true. Um, I, here's, I can tell you what I want, what I want it to be. I like the idea of it being during the Harry Potter films, but the background characters. So, like, Star Trek Lower Decks has done with people Mm. that are, like, not in the mainstream. They're just other people that are also going to the same school, and I'd love to get a story about those characters. Whether, I mean, obviously there's no story written by J.K. Rowling about it, but as long, if it's just along the Harry Potter theme. So, like, an entire show, like, basically themed after... In the meantime, over here... Yeah, like something is going on... While Harry Potter's in the spider forest. Yeah, Uh, like during the Battle of Hogwarts, what is everybody else doing? Like, did did they go home? I want it to be a series about the cat spying on everybody. Yeah. And so it'll intertwine with the Harry Potter Oh, that would be cool, too. Yeah, but it's under the cat's perspective. Yeah. And you always see it from the back, so the butthole's always there. (laughs) They They don't take the butthole out. Yeah, it's accentuated. They yeah. like it, they. It's in four K. It. They, yeah. they put a lot of detail <laughs> trying to compete with dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, another thing that I think would be really cool is if they did the founding of Hogwarts. So we get to see Rowena Wavenclaw and uh, this, so this Helga would, Hufflepuff. So and, would this prelude? That's Fantastic the, Beasts. Yeah, it predates Fantastic Beasts because at that point Hogwarts already exists and Dumbledore's already headmaster. So this would be. Ancient history, essentially, for the Salas and Salazar Slytherin, and who's the other one? Gryffindor. Godric Gryffindor. There we go. Basically, the people that founded the school. I think that'd okay. be kind of interesting to see, like, an so origin the, of the, the school. The, the, the teams... The houses. ...are all named after a the, founder. Yes. They're all named after the founder of their house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So, could it be about their dynamics in trying to create the school yeah. or and like they're like the tension there of like or, how are they going to run the school yeah or just about them so like a, you could do like a like a sitcom like, no like a game game of thrones situation where you learn of everybody's story at the same time and mm-hmm. then it all comes together at the end that kind of a deal yeah might be kind of fun yeah okay so that's what so they would okay so would there ever be an antagonist I mean, oh, with I mean, Harry Potter fashion, there's, there's got to be a baddie that they're all working together against, I mean, there right? was a... I mean, I'm sure there was a baddie at the time, but I don't know who... I mean, I don't know who it was, because I, I don't... I don't read that far back, so... Oh, okay. There's, like... So you're a fake fan. <laughs> there's lore, I guess, but I, I don't have all of that. Like, the history of magic, there's more okay. little side books. Okay, that actually was a question I had for you. So is there anything outside of Harry Potter... And Fantastic Beasts that is considered published work that they could take from to make stories. Yes. I actually have a set that you got me, I think. Oh, that was Fantastic Beasts and all that stuff. It is. So Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is one of them. It's basically a little set of like the four different of the uh, their textbooks that you can buy, like that you buy whenever you're at Hogwarts. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is one of the textbooks that they buy. And so, so the entire... Fantastic Beast movie set going on right now is based off one book. Yes. Not all of the different books. It's based off this the person who wrote the book. It's a different Newt. Yes. Newt wrote that book. 
They mostly come out at night. I'm also very impressed that you remember mostly. his name. Well, why do you think I can remember it? <laughs> Shares the name of a famous character from yeah. Aliens. Um, yeah, so he is the professor. He was a professor at Hogwarts or something like that, I think. At the very least, he was an expert later. in his field later, yes. Um, so the Fantastic Beast movies are based off him before he's the professor. Yes. I don't actually remember if he was really a professor or if he just wrote the book and he was a well-respected scientist or okay. whatever, but um, my things are getting well, blended least, together now. Uh, Sorry. At least Dumbledore thought he was respectable. Dumbledore. Whatever. <laughs> um, Give him an easier name. Yeah. Like Newt. Yeah. Um, so then there's also, like, the history of magic. There's, um, something about, like, the history of Quidditch. So there's, like, the whole, there's, like, and there's a fourth one. I can't remember what it is right now. Okay. Defense against so the they have arts. a lot. they have a lot they could pull from is what, what yes. you're saying. Yes. As long, basically, okay. if you're pulling from the lore, there's tons that you can I guess from. my question also would be, I know that stuff has been taken out of the movies from the Harry Potter side with mm-hmm. the books. Yes. Is there enough there that they could tweak into its own plot point to make a show or would it have to be directly tied to Harry Potter for it to work mm. or I guess would it be in the sense like you said where it's during the same time but it's like different people that are interacting with him yeah. and it's the way I think they can't necessarily use the full cast of the movies because yeah. there's so many variables yeah schedule mm-hmm. uh, budget they're all way uh, older now. They're older. So <laughs> yeah. you, you would have to, at the very least, if you're going to do that, it would have to be a sequel in that yeah. sense. Yeah. So really, I guess it, the only thing they could do would be based off, like, the last set of movies. Yeah. It would be the best they could do. Yeah. They um, could do a sequel, like, or the, which basically come, comes into The Cursed Child, which is yeah. essentially And that's where I think they would go. Yeah. My suspicion is... Like I said, they have all these variables that they might have to take into account if they were to make a show. Mm-hmm. I think the Cursed Child would be the perfect thing that they could use mm-hmm. because it's not technically official, right? It's yes, it's approved it's to be done as a Harry Potter thing, but it's not considered canon, right? That how I understood it. It wasn't written by her; it was just approved. She and approved okay. it as yes. okay. You can have this as a Harry Potter story, yes. but. It's not considered canon to what's happened right. in the universe. Correct. Okay. But my suspicion is if they were to make a show, they would take the Cursed Child. Because, one, they're not going to get everybody back. They're older like you established. Yeah. It would be harder to really do anything with them unless you did a different chapter of their lives. Yeah. This is an easy way to get them in for minimal use to get those names in there to be like, see, we've got Daniel Radcliffe. We've yeah. got uh, Emma Watson. <laughs> yeah, nice save. <laughs> Emma Watson, but call it chocolate bar. Uh, and then the, the ginger guy. I don't... Ron. <laughs> I was literally it's Ron. I was, I was about to say, Ron, you mean? Uh... Oh my god, Rupert Grint. There we okay. go. That's his name. So <laughs> <laughs> the ginger guy. <laughs> so they they can get them back short term, right? For like little scenes or whatever, yeah. uh, pivotal moments or whatever right. they would need them for. But then they could 
put this show directed toward a younger audience. True. You know, uh, well, not audience, but a younger cast of, you know, back to the kids going to their school again. And you can retell the whole fucking thing again with the cursed child. That's because true. Because then you'll bring in a new generation of Harry Potter fans because you have new material. You kind of like a soft reboot, I guess is what you would call it. Yeah. Even though it's like mm, kind of part of it anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story is still there, whatever. Yeah. You still have the same characters, but I think it's a new way of adding characters, keeping the same fans that already were there to still love it. True. And then you have younger audience that can come in and, and enjoy it, and then you can go sell more books later. Yeah, that's true. Assuming they need to do that. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well, whatever it is, I'm sure I'll watch it. <laughs> so I hope it happens. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't remember if we did spoiler-free or not, but if anyone's interested, since, you know, The Cursed Child is not really available to go see yeah. in as a play anymore right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if... I assume they're going to be coming back. Uh, All those people they, that have tickets, I assume, will get the They just dibs. lifted a lot of the regional uh, shutdowns in California today. So Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, San Francisco is... Yeah, so... I don't uh, know if... Well, I know our county is covered, but, but yeah. I don't know about San Francisco. I, I'm anyway. pretty confident we saw the last we showing... Did. yeah. ...before they shut down. Yeah. We saw we were, it in early March. It was... Right before... Mm-hmm. March 12th or 13th, and then the following week was... Um, or was it 8th and 9th? Was 9th? Whatever that weekend Whatever was. the week before the pandemic was declared is when we saw it, and then they declared the pandemic the Thursday before yeah. the next one, and they were like, yeah, we're not having it. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, we got so lucky. Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> well, we got double lucky, because yeah. we got lucky because we got to see it, yes. and we got lucky because we didn't get... <laughs> we weren't the ones to get shafted, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say, because we didn't get coronavirus. Fair, By yes. going to a large group of people, yes. which a week probably before. put it as an easier... Which we... It was kind of like... Exposure. Yeah, that's very true. We did get lucky in that way as well. Um, but the point of what I was bringing this up yes. was not just the, the gloat that we saw at first. <laughs> uh, it was to say we did do a review mm-hmm. on one of our earlier episodes. We did. So if you're interested in hearing about that whole premise, if you're not familiar with it, again, I don't remember if it was spoiler free. I assume we say in the. I in think the we thing. did a spoiler warning for a so, brief uh, section. Go check it out. Yes. It should be clearly labeled on one of the episodes. Yes. I want to say it's in the top or first 10 episodes ish. Maybe not. I don't. I just made that up. It was. It, <laughs> it was. I can tell you right now, it was published in March of 2020. <laughs> All right. So not 10. It was probably like more like 40. Probably 40. More like 40. Yeah. Say <laughs> so about four episodes a week. 30 to 40. Wait till you do the math. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, definitely go check that out if you're interested. All right. Anyways. Yeah. So I I am very confident they are talking about something Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I mean, they want to draw people into HBO Max. According to them, the whole movies in the on the, the service is one year only. Mm-hmm. And then it's going back to theaters. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that works out. But... That's what they're talking. So they're going to need other things to draw people in. Yeah. And I think it's a no fucking brainer that you do a Harry Potter <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, no shit. You own the property. Yeah. You do a Harry Potter yeah, show. There's really no... There, Where's there, the compliment? There's no reason not to. Where's the question? <laughs> yeah. You want to win the streaming war, you take the franchises you own that will dominate. Absolutely. Uh, so transitioning into our DTF quickies, I got some more for along the same line, actually. Uh, we talked about 
things that are in early development at HBO Max. And um, Game of Thrones. We're going to have another, potentially, have another prequel, The Tales of Duncan Egg. Um, Variety, quote, learned this exclusively from sources. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. But, hey, here yeah, we are. You know, I, I, <laughs> I'm curious if this is how it's been, like, forever. And we just didn't notice. And we just didn't know. Or if this is, like, just kind of like a more modern how news is given. Yeah. That you don't have to really say anything about your actual source. You just say that, well, we have a source. Yeah. I feel like if your source is not supposed to be telling you this, that's what you say. That's my guess. Yeah, but that's like every fucking article, right? I know. So... Most articles don't report from any actual, like, press releases or anything like that. People will just go straight to the source because press releases have mostly, it seems, been replaced by or used on Twitter. Like... Viacom CBS will mm. do their own tweets to announce things, for example. Yeah. You know? So I feel like this 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 learned from sources is probably just because the person that told you isn't allowed to be telling you that and so you're covering their identity, which well, is of fair. Course. Yeah. Of course. But that's it's what super it is. weird. Like just don't bother saying I mean that's it. that's really the only way you ever will have yeah. leaks. This right? guy told me this. It's super weird. <laughs> that's Yeah. I mean it's just I know it's how it is, but it just seems weird to me. Anyway, um, so <laughs> back to the Tales of Dunk and Egg uh, is going to be a, it's supposedly going to be a one hour show and it's going to follow the adventures of Sir Duncan the Tall, also known as Dunk, and a young Aegon Targaryen, also known as Egg. Did we establish this was a Game of Thrones prequel? It is, yes. Yeah, did we say I did, that? I did okay. say that, yes. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I started with that, I thought. Okay. So, but, I yeah. got lost in the conversation about yeah, whether I... or not sources were a thing before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it's, <laughs> this should take place 90 years prior to the events of A Song of Ice and Fire. These stories, or the story of Duncan Egg, will be taken from the series of novellas, which I'm not really sure what the difference between a novel and novella is. I guess it's just shorter, Probably maybe? Probably shorter stories within a book. I guess, yeah. Um, novellas written by George R. R. Martin, obviously, and there's three of them, and they were um, gathered together and published as a unit in 2015 as A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, for anybody who's interested in that story. Apparently, a lot of fans have been interested in this being made into a series for a while. I've never Mm. even heard of it, personally. Um, There's no writers or talent attached, obviously, and no comment from HBO or George or R. Martin, so this is all just... It's interesting, though, because they... Didn't they cancel some of their Game of Thrones properties that they were going to make shows? Yes. They, They announced, like, three or four... Mm-hmm. And I think a couple of them got canceled already. Yes. They still have the prequel one about the Targaryen mm-hmm. rule, whatever. Interestingly, this is a thousand also years a before. Yeah. And so, okay. So maybe this is going to be like kind of a further transition from mm-hmm. that show to where we are with the current Game of Thrones show. Because it's only 90 years versus the thousand that you true, got. True, true. So there's actually people we will potentially recognize 90 years prior so at least there's names we'll recognize because Aegon Targaryen we would recognize we'll probably see the old bitch that one looks like E.T. oh yeah (laughs) yeah you know everyone knows who I'm talking about (laughs) everyone who's watched the show is giggling right now they're like this motherfucker he nailed it yeah (laughs) and possibly Aemon who was the like the old monk guy Mm mm-hmm yeah. Mm, what? what no, he's him? not that old. The guy with, with no balls? Spoilers? <laughs> no, not that guy. Oh. 
With no balls. Spoilers. <laughs> what? I thought he had balls the whole time. I thought he was the father. I missed that episode. Um, the Amon, the super old blind um, mm. li- librarian guy. Gotcha. I forgot okay. what those people are called. Those ones. The the the, the face people? No, not those oh, ones. The okay. ones that um, what's his name wanted to go. The the fat guy wanted to go study with the people that oh, have yeah, books. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Not the fat guy, but the old okay. one. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll probably see younger versions of. Because I feel like maybe. He, well, no. I feel like he was supposed to be hundreds like, and something. Et would have to be a baby, basically, if it's ninety yeah. years before. True. I mean, so we don't. She's even we don't know how old she was show. supposed to be, but yeah, that's true. I feel like Eamon was supposed to be over a hundred, so we could easily see him. But yeah. I don't know about everybody else. We're just completely butchering what time means. Yeah. And people are like, oh, are these people fucking serious? <laughs> anyway, let's move on. <laughs> um, in more WB news, Paul King's Wonka, the uh, prequel movie to Willy Wonka, or the Willy Wonka story. Um, not not a prequel to Willy? <laughs> not, no, not that I know of. <laughs> I hope that's a movie now. I hope so, too. Um, is supposedly is in the works, actually. Um, David Heyman is attached to produce. He we actually... He worked on the Harry Potter movies, or some of them. Well, is he going to work on the show? Who knows? Because they haven't confirmed nor denied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he was also most recently worked on Paddington. And then also Simon Rich is attached to write the script. He actually wrote the script for An American Pickle, which we saw Seth Rogen, not too right? long ago. Yes, the Seth Rogen one. Uh, they've both been attached to the project since 2016. So apparently they're pretty passionate about this project. Um, but now there's been a development that WB is aiming for a March 17th, 2023 release. So it seems like maybe they're going to start the engine. I don't know. I mean, they would have to probably by mid this year, I would assume. Yeah. Assuming they're calculating in a number of delays. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I also made that speculation up just out yeah. of nothing. Just based on a thing, yeah. Yeah. Just like, uh, a year that. and a half sounds good yeah. to make a movie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I actually don't know if this is directly a prequel to the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka movie or if it's just a prequel to the story of Willy Wonka from the Roald Dahl novel. Was that novel. Disney, though? I'm not, I'm not I, sure. I can't remember. I know it was Tim Burton who was basically Disney at this point, right? So was that Disney then? I don't remember. Hmm. Okay. Well, but anyway, it is, it is described as a prequel to the Willy Wonka story as the, the story written by Roald Dahl. So... Okay. Yeah. So it's authentic it, to the original story. Yes. Okay. So likely not anything to do Possibly with Possibly not really. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I, I couldn't say that for sure because it didn't mention I it. mean, not like that version did that well. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Titans, which is also, I think, now on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Seasons one and two. Uh, we'll have a season three coming out. And they've cast Savannah Welch as Barbara Gordon. This is exclusive variety mm-hmm. report. Cool. She is from some show on TNT or something called Six. It's on a, like a network TV show. Okay. Yeah. That's what she's known for in case anybody has heard of her. <laughs> okay. I mean, we have not watched any of Titans. Nope. So we need to catch up. <laughs> yeah, we do. I think we watched like part of the first episode. Oh, yeah. Maybe. We. You? No, we did. Oh, we did? Okay. We like watched it on like a... I think there was like a free preview of it or something when they were first coming out with the show. Oh. But then we never got the service, so we never right. got to finish watching any of it. We didn't get back into that. 
Uh, so I briefly mentioned Viacom CBS earlier, which was which was not a mistake. Uh, they're launching Paramount Plus on March fourth. Um, this is via their Twitter. Um, because instead of a press release, they did a Twitter and Twitter announcement. That's basically press. It's pretty now, much a right? press release now. It's that you save so much money having yeah. to just do your like just doing it this way, and you reach way more people, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like better than switching the Geico Te- technology. <laughs> technology is really great and really terrible in many ways, um, but this is one of the good ones. Uh, so basically, what this means to anyone that cares is that it is rebranding CBS All Access to something called Paramount Plus. With a plus sign, not the word plus. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, and they're going to have dedicated channel or dedicated hubs to their channels like BET, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, blah, 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 uh, MTV, I think. Um, and it's going to basically, as far as they can, they didn't say anything about price changes. So as far as we know, it's going to continue, at least for the immediate future, as five ninety nine for an ad-supported tier and nine ninety nine for the month for the ad-free tier. That's the current price of CBS All Access. Well, okay. So, if you... I don't know if you've seen CBS All Access recently. Mm-hmm. They have all of these yes. sections for these different networks yes. already. Yeah. So, really, it feels like they're just, like you said, rebranding. Yes. They're the painting app. a new picture. So, I wouldn't expect a price in, a price change because it's still the same content. They're just now establishing... It's not... It's not CBS stuff. It's, yeah. It's more than that. I think yeah. they, the, they probably had the hurdle of people just assuming it was only CBS shows. Yeah, like, yeah, I've already seen NCIS, so I don't and need it. And <laughs> so they didn't really think there was much else to go for. Yes. So now they're like, no, there's more. Yes. Because they are going to have a separate channel for, like, Paramount Film or whatever, too, supposedly. So I don't know if that's on there yet, but, hmm. yeah. Okay. They're trying to make it into, like, a, quote, like a full streaming service rather than yeah. just a Star Trek streamer. Yeah. I think they also uh, announced that they were going to do a Harry Potter show. <laughs> yeah. A, like a better one yeah, than the one that's not one. announced at HBO Max. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if the fact that they don't own it will stop them, <laughs> but that's the... That's Who knows? My source close to the project. <laughs> that's what they told me. Got it. Got it. Okay. Good to know. Uh, apparently, talking to People Magazine, Liam Neeson said that he's been approached to star in a reboot of the Naked Gun series. His exact quote was, I've been approached by Seth MacFarlane and Paramount Studios to maybe resurrect the Naked Gun films. Interesting. I know he's kind of on the the direction of shifting away from action films, mm-hmm. which I think is a huge it's mistake. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> terrible mistake. Don't do it. <laughs> I love your action films. Yeah, they're the best. Um, I think you should make a just make take one last make one last installment of the Taken series. <laughs> you could call it Taken a break. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Ridley? <laughs> I'm so tired of your lack of sense of humor. <laughs> so I'm calling you out today. <laughs> you don't like any of my jokes. You're lucky this is working really well, or else I would have been deleting you <laughs> from this episode, like I typically do. Just trying to fucking star in this episode yeah. right now. A new series coming to DTF Pod: <laughs> The Furry Tales of Ridley. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, 
I mean, aren't Naked Gun movies kind of action comedies? I, mean, I feel like they are, but maybe they're like less on the action side. I feel like I this know. is one that you could totally do a Naked Gun. Like a Naked Gun, I feel like you could you could make a reboot and people wouldn't be upset. Like right. they're fun, but I don't think they're anything that you're losing by redoing. Right. I agree. So I would be okay I mean, with that. I would watch it if he was in it. <laughs> probably just put this one up above the uh, cbs thing but i didn't so here we are wwe has uh signed an exclusive deal with nbc peacock for a multi-year agreement uh this is according to variety beginning march 18th they will have over seventeen thousand hours of new original and library content available from their wwe network on the nbc peacock service and it will be exclusive there Existing subscribers who already have the WWE Network service will be migrated over for $4.99 per month or ad-free for $9.99 per month. So if anybody subscribes to that, just know come March, you're going to need Peacock instead. Mm-hmm. I mean, from what I'm hearing, this is basically just them saying, uh, just go get Peacock. Yeah, we don't want to put effort into a separate thing. So. Yeah, we're no longer doing the service separately. Just go get Peacock and you'll have it. Yeah. So at first I was like, well, is this four ninety nine or nine ninety nine on top of having Peacock? Or like to have the WWE stuff? Or is this included? After further research and all that, aka just Googling it. Yeah. It seems like this is included. So this is the price of just... The Peacock Network stuff. So I have a question. Um, does that mean you have to have the paid tiers in order to get it? Or is it one of those things? Okay. Yes. So you won't be yes. able to see it unless That's you the pay something. Print. You won't get it unless you buy the, the at least the 4 At least the ad-supported tier. Okay. Yes. I think they said that they have some content that's free. At least WWE Network had stuff that was free. Mm-hmm. That was that you didn't have to subscribe for, but yeah. I don't know if that's going to be included or not with this. Gotcha. Um, so basically, if you only care about wrestling and you don't even care about the other stuff, you're paying the same price, but then you will have access to all of the Peacock's shows, yeah. which one of them is The Office, Yeah. which recently switched over, and mm-hmm. now people are like, fuck, now I have to pay for it? Yeah. So you're saving five bucks there, I guess, if you really like wrestling. So, I know we have friends that are really into it. We occasionally go to, or did before the pandemic, yeah. go to wrestling parties. Yeah. Like WrestleMania and all that stuff. Pre-quar. Even though we didn't know anything about the wrestlers. Yeah. It's but entertaining. It but it didn't stop us. No, sure didn't. From drinking and eating pizza. <laughs> did we drink the pizza? I said, and <laughs> eating pizza. I know. <laughs> I've drank pizza. Yeah? That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> Use your imagination from there. <laughs> okay, um, so for people who are looking forward to the Ahsoka series, maybe take this one with a grain of salt, but it's rumored, I guess, that Lars Mikkelsen will be is signing on to play Thrawn in, or what do you Grand Admiral? Is that is that what he is? Grand Admiral Thrawn in the Ahsoka spinoff series. Um, you may know. Lars Mikkelsen um, as Magnuson, one of the, the one of the big villains in um, the Sherlock series on Netflix, or he also previously voiced Thrawn in Star Wars Rebels. So, 
It would be cool. But, you know, we've heard a lot of rumors about who's going to be cast as his I mean, character. we've literally so heard rumors that his brother... That his brother is going to play him. Yeah. ...was going to play him. So, so that would be an awkward thing, Part huh? of me wonders if the rumor about his brother playing him was because somebody didn't know that they were different people. Or, like, or that s- was a rumor, and so then someone was just like, well... Lars did play Actually the voice. Actually already played so the voice. maybe I'll just spin this story. Yeah. Because that would make more sense, too. Right, yeah. Kind of like leading off of the previous rumor. Right, right. Uh, what it, this is definitely a rumor right now. There's yes. no proof yeah. of it. But I would not be shocked because we did see, I don't remember her name, forgive me, but the actress who plays the voice of, of Bo-Katan did play the character in... The Mandalorian season two. Katie Sackhoff. Live action. Katie Sackhoff. Katie Sackhoff. Thank you. Yeah. So they've done it. They, ha- yeah. they have used the voice actors to mm-hmm. progress into the actual live action stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, they've also changed key characters like Ahsoka, not using the original act- voice actor. So yeah. I guess it just really depends what's going to work for what they're going for. True. But he does have a very... I feel like he has a very specific voice from the Rebels show. Oh, yeah. So I think like, the one thing I would take that they would be doing this is because I think they would want to keep that menacing tone of mm-hmm. his voice. That yeah, he, he has a very menacing voice in Sherlock. So if, I, it's, if it's anything related to that, then I can understand it. Plus, he's already going to be like, he's going to know the character, right? He's gonna, yeah. He's going to know how to portray that character mm-hmm. on set. Yeah. And he obviously according to you, is on a show, live action. So he does acting as well. So he doesn't have to worry about that transition. Yes. So I would not be shocked if this was real. Yeah. Uh, And one final little note. Karen Gillian was, is actually confirmed that she's coming back as Nebula for Thor Love and Thunder. For anybody who was wondering if we were going to see her again. This is um also not a shock. I mean, we're seeing everybody coming back for that show. Yeah. I don't know why was questioned but whatever regardless it's cool i guess uh, she, it's nice to see yeah, confirmation yeah. that it's happening i guess she um cut her hair short again and people were like "Ooh, i wonder but i guess she confirmed it easier to wear the bald cap when you have less hair yeah yeah <laughs> didn't she straight up shave her head though uh, she did the at first one point. movie yeah i think thor and love and thunder is gonna be probably one of my favorite of the next phase like i know i have a bias because i'm you know, we've seen other four movies, and we know what he's done with the Avengers, and he's mm-hmm. always got that. He's got that fan level already. Yeah, but it feels like this is going to be one of the best of the Phase Four. Right, I agree. I'm excited for it. It's kind of like this is like the unofficial like team up one, I guess. Yeah. Not necessarily Avengers, but just like that style. Right. Of a movie. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, good news. Yes. All right. Well, let's get into what we watched this week then. Here's how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're DTF. DTF. That's a pretty good one. Really good. How did you feel about it, Ridley? That's what I fucking thought. That's nothing to say. That's what I fucking thought. (laughs) Drop the mic. All right. Uh, first up, we talked a little bit about uh, Ruby Rose leaving Batwoman. So we checked out the first episode of season two because we wanted to see how they were going to yeah, do that. Because we, we made a, a vow that we would only watch the show if she left. <laughs> and sure enough, she did. She sure did. Um, 
That is also 100% false. We yeah, never said no, anything. We never about cared that. about that. It was just because we we did have a lot of news about it, so we were like, "Ah, oh, let's see what happens." Um, the second season started on CW January 17th of this year. Obviously, it's based on the DC Comics character. I don't I don't think anybody needs to know that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and this... who the fuck is Batwoman? <laughs> Um, and so this season kind of starts with, we're seeing Ryan Wilder, who is played by Javicia Leslie, take up the mantle of Batwoman after the disappearance, and I'm using air quotes there, because, <laughs> you don't know, um, the disappearance of Kate Kane, played by Ruby Rose. Yeah, so they kind of played into her leaving with just a vague, we don't know what happened to her. Yeah. Uh, it's, leading into this series. Yeah. Which I guess it's easier to do that because then you don't have to worry about, well, maybe you can have her come back and do like a, uh, the Bat Women or yeah. something. Yeah. The Bat I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, so we just checked out the one, the first episode because we wanted to see how it would go. Um, we don't, we don't, obviously didn't watch season one. So, <laughs> yeah. So I was very lost because I do feel like the way that this worked out, you did have to see season one. It seemed which I like... guess would make sense. But I, in my head, I was thinking, well, they're recasting. They're going to make it in a sense where this is like a soft reboot. Yeah. And you don't need to know that season. But you kind of yeah, did. Yeah, there's a lot of unspoken. It felt like it was very, very uh, intricate to knowing the relationships between some of these characters. Yeah, there's a lot of unspoken like drama or whatever between, clearly between uh, Ruby Rose and a lot of the characters on the show in mm-hmm. many different ways. So not knowing her relationships probably put us in a weird spot. Um, but, but I thought it was also weird that they even made that be a thing when she's not even on the show yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like, I know you can't just completely forget about her instantly, but, like, you don't need to emphasize her relationship to somebody when she's now not even a part of the show. I feel like they're just trying to explain it away, so I get it. And maybe they don't continue that in season, or in episode two or more, but who knows, but whatever. Uh, I... Probably won't keep watching because I just it's not yeah, my well, thing. I didn't like it just seems it. like there's a lot of relationships between characters that are a little surprising and confusing. Yeah, well, I mean, they. It seems like everybody is related to everybody on the show. Yes, which is one of those things Correct. I hate, but I guess I yeah. should expect when it's the CW. CW. Yeah. Um, they even do it no matter what their ethnicity is or yeah. their background or whatever their character role is. They all seem to be related to somebody, which I thought was. Kind of lazy writing, but I guess you want to try and have that universe build. Mm-hmm. Like, you're obviously only scoping on one character, but you want that to then expand to make people feel like there's more to this world. Yes, yes. The Batmobile was fucking dumb looking. It looked super dumb. Uh, also... Everything was really cheesy about this show. <laughs> yes, and I felt like this story behind... Ryan Wilder's like Ryan Wilder's origins. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how it doesn't make. It s- felt like they were just trying to get the same character, but then like, oh, but it's a different character. Yes, they wanted the same personality and characteristics, but yes. then just give it a different name because they had to recast. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel the, about it. Everything's too tied together. I yeah. think it, it was too yeah. convenient, too coincidental. Also, the weirdest thing to me was that like. She just basically finds the suit and she's like, "Oh, cool! I'm, I'm just, I'm Batwoman now. I'm, I'm Batwoman now. <laughs> look at me, look at me. I am the Batwoman now. <laughs> That's basically what happened. That's pretty much what she said. 
<laughs> it sounded just like that. I'm just going to um, take the suit. It's okay. mine now. So two things. One, no, that's not realistic at all. But neither is anything in this show. But other thing, like, you don't just find a superhero suit and then it immediately fits you. Like, no, that's not realistic either. And... Uh, I mean, that could all be explained. Like, the suit has the ability to, no. like, form to the body. I don't like that. I want to see, like, an obese... Yeah. <laughs> ...character wear the suit. Yeah. And it fits um, perfect. I will say... It's I, a perfect fit. Yeah. I will say, though, I think that I liked... I thought Ron Wilder wearing the suit looked better than Ruby mm-hmm. Rose did. Which, Ruby Rose is hot, so I think that's... It just was... It looked awkward on her. Mm-hmm. Like, her, her body... She's got a good body, but for some reason that costume looked it's weird on her. the problem is the wig. Yeah, the wig. That's true. Um... <laughs> I see this the show. I did not like the show, but here's my problem: they gave us a reveal at the end, and yeah. it pissed me off because yeah. like you motherfuckers. Now they're trying. You to know I you. don't want to watch your show. Yeah. But now I have to at least like, watch the next you, episode. You're gonna watch the next episode because I need to know that little part. But now that, I'm worried that's gonna be like a, a underlying throughout the season. That is the CW's business model. That is how I watched eight seasons of Vampire Diaries. So don't give in. <laughs> because you'll get stuck there. I'll for... just I'll just wait for the show to end, and then I'll just do spark notes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing still? I think so. For do people they do in it for school, shows? for shows, probably not. Oh, I'm gonna make it. Wikipedia though. <laughs> okay, valid. I guess that's kind of spark notes. <laughs> yeah, and the weird thing is they they they're kind of trying to tie into the crisis stuff, but it's weird because. It's not the same person, so how are you going to do that? I mean, it's... And it, they did cancel the crossover, but, yeah. like, they do have some underlying plot in this episode that, that ties to Superman. And yeah. it's just a little weird that you're even doing that if yeah. it's not relevant at this point. Yeah, They'll probably just fridge it and then come back to it later. Okay. Well, I mean, so... Well, are you burning this? What's your rating? It's, I feel like you're burning it. I'm predicting. Um... Which now I probably just influenced your decision, so. <laughs> I didn't hate it, so I, I guess I, I'll say I'll test it. Mm. Was that just to spite me? No, because I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't hate it. I watched the whole thing. Gotcha. If I hate something, I'm probably not going to finish it. Yeah. Okay, I'll test it too, actually. <laughs> you influenced me. Okay. I was like, I was thinking about burning it, but at the same time, I'm also like, well, I'm Telling you people wanna, I'm gonna watch the yeah, next episode. You're so. like I don't want to watch the yeah. So I I don't. I guess like, I can't burn it legally. Yeah, legally no. <laughs> I don't want anybody fucking serving me papers tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, if you like Batwoman season one, I guess you're probably gonna enjoy this. But like. But then you're missing all those relationships that those people have. You're with basically main starting over. You're, so. you're basically getting the origin all over again. If you I feel like that like. woman in general, you may want to watch this. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's one to like jump on just because you want to start another no. CW show. I don't think it's worth it, Agreed. especially with the other ones ending. It yeah. feels like so. Like, mm-hmm. why would you invest in something that then is probably going to not yeah. go anywhere? I feel like this is a show to check out in like five years when all of the seasons and episodes are on like Netflix or something. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Netflix. You're welcome. Are we done with Batwoman? <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay. Uh, Netflix on January 22nd released Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 2, which is the CGI animated version of 
the Jurassic World franchise for kids, I guess. It's yeah, it's like a, bu- very about a bunch of kids. family oriented. Yeah. Um, there were eight episodes, mm-hmm. about twenty five minutes each. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't plan to, but I found myself binge the whole thing in a few hours. Yeah, you're like, let's just check out the first episode. I'll check out a couple episodes. <laughs> couple hours later we're like oh what day is it <laughs> yeah um, it's just a direct continuation of the first season yeah it, it i mean it goes directly in mm-hmm. from the time of the last up you know season mm-hmm. i feel like i enjoyed season two more than season one because they're already established at the park time has passed mm-hmm. since the events of what's happened and you're kind of seeing the characters now with their skills that they kind of are are learning and and stuff in season one, and you're and you're getting into seeing them use them and working together, and I kind of liked the the dynamic of the characters and what they do and bring to the table and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. um, it felt like we didn't have the hand holding of season one. Uh, you know, we know what we're doing here. We yeah. know what we're watching. Yeah. Let's see some fucking dinosaurs. Yes. And some kids make some dumb mistakes. Yeah. Uh, Which they did. Yeah. <laughs> that that kept over from season yeah. one. Yeah. Was the, the, why didn't you just do this? Oh, yeah. right. You're a dumb you're child. You're a child. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're watching this with your children, make sure to tell them, see, that's what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do not fist that dinosaur butthole. <laughs> In general, that's I don't it. know if they were doing that. I don't. I didn't see the scene. Was that in the show? <laughs> Is that an episode title? Do not fist that dinosaur yeah. bell. <laughs> I mean, it could be now. <laughs> it's fun. They introduced some new dinosaurs. They they brought back you know some of the fan favorite dinosaurs mm-hmm. or just specific characters. Yep. Um, it didn't go at all where I was expecting. To, with a certain character that they had in season one, I was like, oh, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. And mm-hmm. I completely overanalyzed what they were going to do with that. And they're like, oh, no, it's it's just the same fucking shit it was last season. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing special with that plot point. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. Well, I can dream. Yeah. So uh, I, I did have a fun time. I know it's not really for my age group, but you know what? I'm going to pretend I have kids so I don't get any legal troubles. <laughs> getting sued for watching a for show watching for ki- a show. children. Uh, yeah, I had a good time. I, I I don't know if it's gonna get a season three, but they definitely have it set up in a way that you can have a season three. Absolutely. So I I really enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like the dinosaur lovers are gonna enjoy it. Kids are gonna love it. You yeah, know? definitely it's worth a watch in my opinion. Yeah, I dissected. I thought it was great. I I'm also gonna dissect it. It was definitely better than season one, yes. which I also enjoyed. So. There was a lot less annoying, like, mm-hmm. people getting to know each other stuff. Yeah. It was yeah. down to business. Yes. Like, we know what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just fucking see some cool shit. Yeah, definitely. So, I guess we're DTF. Yeah. It's about time. <laughs> uh, last, we watched Love and Monsters, which was a movie that was released in theaters October 16th of 2020. Yeah, so I don't recall theaters. Being, okay, I guess that, I mean, yeah. we didn't have theaters. It, it was so. mostly video on demand, but there were a few, theaters, yeah. like 300 and something theaters that it got released to. Yeah, so it was on video on demand is how we watched it. I think yes. we basically saw it on sale and we're like, okay, yeah. I'll do that. It seemed interesting. 
Uh, it is described as a monster adventure film. Uh, it takes place in a future apocalyptic Earth after a nuclear fallout event causes all cold-blooded animals to mutate into large monsters. Um, and we had Dylan O'Brien played Joel Dawson, who's the main character. He's from Fairfield. They mentioned that several times. <laughs> and then Jessica Henwick as Amy, Joel's girlfriend from Before the Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe a quick scene of that, and then it yeah. kind of goes to like modern time of post-apocalyptic world that they're living in now yeah and he can communicate with her or whatever via ham radio or some shit too which they didn't really establish how they he just he just magically found her he's telling her the story about how he like doesn't have anybody in his life and the next thing we know he's talking to his fucking ex yeah and it's just this casual conversation i'm like what what wait what where did this come from why are you like now just telling us that this is a thing and yeah. It felt very out of place. It was the a little plot confusing. Point was a little confusing. Yeah. Um, but basically, the premise seems to be that he's just, like, he's not cut out for this world. Yeah. He's kind of useless in the sense that he's a good cook, apparently. Yeah. He, I don't remember what he made. It was, like... No, I can't remember. Soup or something. Yeah, it was some kind minestrone of... Minestrone soup, minestrone, I think it was. Minestrone, yes. That's what it was. The worst soup. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate minestrone. Soup shaming over here, huh? Minestrone is trash. I, I don't know. It has it. beans I don't in has, it. Okay, I hate that. Yeah, I thought you would agree. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that soup. <laughs> I like the noodles in it. Yeah, and maybe the chicken or whatever. It's okay you, if it's got chicken. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, it's got tomato. It probably has chunks of juice, tomato, right? Probably, yeah. I mean, get rid of the chunks. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna stand by my decision. It's the worst soup. So okay. I mean, I wasn't trying to save it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, apparently he makes a really good minestrone, and he the they start out, and he's got this yeah. issue where he he freezes or whatever. The weird thing, is, making soup. No. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why he's if so. You, if you can't take the heat, freeze in the kitchen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> maybe that's why he's so good at making soup. He he freezes all the food so it's no, well he, preserved he freezes whenever he comes into contact with the monster and all that yes. stuff I mean, it plays into like a bigger story yes. and but um so this was basically a comedy right it, yeah it felt like there's a lot of humor that they did with this uh dylan o'brien I, I thought he did a really well job with this character like mm-hmm. he as expected like he you know was in the maze runner franchise and he kind of this feels like that world like it, yeah. it felt like that movie that franchise mm-hmm. just better but he had a better sense of humor yeah <laughs> can i say that better <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> i don't know legally can i say that yeah of okay course. <laughs> i get hit with slander fucking objectively better <laughs> it's not a matter of opinion I was very surprised about how much different variety of creatures and stuff that they showed in this. Mm-hmm. I was expecting like one or two. I thought it was going to be like a lower budget thing. They showed a lot of different creatures. Mm-hmm. They showed some pretty impressive CGI for what this was. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the creatures left you wondering, like, what did that start out as? Like, <laughs> some of them were very obvious, but a couple mm-hmm. of them were like... Most what of them the were fuck? like insects, right? Yeah, but it but was like... But then they had other ones that were like... Some of them were like, what the fuck kind of insect is that? Like there was a frog, there was yeah. a... And like a centipede or some shit. Mm-hmm. And a crab, probably, but... Yeah, there was a crab. Um, I, the, the whole 
premise of this was very interesting. I thought that it was like basically a man made fuck up. Yeah. That created this world. Yeah. And so just getting that simple backstory and then going into this world like, well, that's a pretty intense world to live in. Yeah. <laughs> because of a man made fuck up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a way that you could take it as a like legitimate, this could happen based off the theoretical that's. No. The science was there. Sci- they kind the of, science is there. They yeah. kind of explained the science. Like, well, that's something that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> it, it might not happen as, at such an accelerated rate as it did in this, but because it's unclear to me how much time had passed. It might have said how much time, but it seemed well, like I mean, it, it couldn't be more than a few years. Right. But it didn't make like sense. Like maybe five years. Yeah. Because they obviously looked like they, they were. relatively looked the same. Yeah. But the creatures had morphed into this mm-hmm. <laughs> much larger or whatever. So it's yeah. like, I don't know how often or how fast that could happen. But I guess if bugs have a faster generation time, maybe I'm just being crazy. Yeah. That makes more sense now. Yeah. That I think about it. <laughs> I'll just, just fuck off. <laughs> I'll see myself out. Yeah. <laughs> Getting way too in depth with the science there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, this was a good time. I, I really enjoyed it. I laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some surprising actors I didn't expect to be in it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we had Michael Rooker in there. He was in The Walking Dead. Yeah. He's in <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. He's mm-hmm. in, like, all these things. He sure is. He had as a kind of a, a smaller role, but... Yeah. It was fun to see in this. But significant. Yeah. I just... I kind of hope they continue this, to be honest. I think that they can do... A, 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 I think this could be a franchise. They have endless amount of animals they could incorporate into this mm-hmm. right yeah and they could even go to other areas too yeah they kind of established that these were like settlements of people that like kind of like the walking dead does yeah. where they could totally do a they walking have dead different situation. environments that they live in mm-hmm. and stuff and yeah it was interesting you know they have and they could have different names for what they call things or you know yeah. he's built he he's writing a book in this that yes. could like play into the next one or mm-hmm. whatever I had a good time with this. Me too. There were some, like, stupid things where I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But, <laughs> again, I'm yeah. watching a post-apocalyptic creature feature. Yes. Uh, yeah. Based out of comedy. Definitely, so, as post-apocalyptic creature features go, it was really fucking good, if you think about it. Like, it wasn't campy. It was actually I, good. I think one of the most... I think one of the most impactful scenes in this movie was him talking to a robot. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, at one point, he's mm-hmm. talking to like this robot that were like designed and they were like mass produced as like a family helper type I'm, thing. I'm clear, but yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Anyways, it's like this futuristic concept of yeah. this robot that helps around the house and not much of them are around anymore, but he finds this one and yeah. it plays into the plot and all that yeah. stuff. And he has this really like intense conversation and it was like. <laughs> It was kind of fun just to see that moment yeah. in this big chaos-driven world. He's just talking to a robot, having like a nice evening, and like yeah. just at peace. It mm-hmm. was it was cool to see. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. I I would also dissect this. I'm also going I'm to dissect it. Looking forward to the idea of them making a franchise out of this. Yeah, I would really like to see that because you don't get a lot of creature features that are actually also good it was kind of like the i guess you'd compare it to like zombie land but yes but not zombies not zombies yeah <laughs> exactly the acting wasn't like the greatest but it was yeah, it was fine wasn't the most runner <laughs> the acting was better than maze runner <laughs> all right 
Well, that's it for our shit we watched. Yes. And that is it for our movies and TV section. So, if you're still listening, that's awesome. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at DTFPod. And if you don't mind, head on over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, leave us a review, or rate us, review us, do whatever you gotta do on your favorite podcatcher if you don't have those. We would even appreciate direct feedback via email at DTFPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on our website, DTFCast.com. All right. Well, we have a couple releases. Uh, one is a big thing for Xbox, so I'm looking forward to this game. The Medium is coming to Xbox and Game Pass January 28th. Uh, along with that, on the same date, we are getting Yakuza Remastered Collection. Hmm. Okay. I believe some of those are going to be on Game Pass or are already on Game Pass. I know there's other games that are remastered already on there. I don't know if they're included in this collection or what, but I would assume so. Um, So that's it, really. It's been quiet as far as releases. But we did get a showcase that was a big deal for Resident Evil fans. It was announced that they were going to have a showcase. We talked about last week. It was for Resident Evil 8 Village. They showed a little bit of gameplay. They showed a little updated trailer. Mm Mm-hmm. A little bit of backstory on the sto- like what's happening with the, this game. Uh, and they introduced some new characters that we hadn't seen or didn't really know much about. Uh, along with a little bit of mechanics and gameplay. How the game's going to run. Right off the bat, you are Ethan again from Resident Evil 7. We've, we, we, which we already knew from the first trailer. Uh, and it turns out his daughter's been kidnapped. And he is looking to get her back. So basically the same concept as Resident Evil 7, but it's his daughter instead of his wife. Sounds like Taken. I mean, <laughs> Lee and Ethan. <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm going to collect a particular set of skills. <laughs> particular set of keys. <laughs> All right. Well... I know, I mean, anyone who listens to this podcast probably knows I'm not a huge fan of what I've seen so far. That's a fact. <laughs> but they have shown some new stuff. Uh, the, the internet blew up with this reveal of this character, Lady Dimitrescu. The tall lady. The tall mm-hmm. lady in white. <laughs> yeah. She's very tall. She's yep. very pale. Yep. Uh, she's very busty. Very busty. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's got some curves. She seems to be like a mother figure or the leader of this family that's living in the castle. Mm-hmm. Um, she spoke to the elder witch person in, in this trailer, and so I think that might be a, that person might be above her, mm-hmm. which I assume will play into the bigger antagonist role later on. Mm-hmm. But she also had these three daughters. It seemed they like. A, can't tell if they're witches or or vampires, but they vampires. seem yeah, vampires or <laughs> vitches. Yeah. Probably vampires. Vitches. <laughs> I like vitches more. <laughs> they seem to be normal height, a lot less intimidating. Mm-hmm. But they have an impulse and a, a desire for uh, man blood, mm. as they establish in the trailer. She, yeah, she really wanted to have some man blood. Yeah. Apparently, they're based on the Wayward Sisters from folklore. Have you heard of them? Not at all. 
Okay, so there's three of them, I guess. Okay. Uh, that was news to me. I'll have to look into that. But uh, they have this ability to turn to swarms of insects and move around that way. Uh, very similar to, to the mother boss in Resident Evil 7. Mm-hmm. Can't remember her name, but it was like that kind of a, a design, it seemed. And it looks like they kind of stalk you from what we've seen in yeah. the trailer or the, the gameplay. They, and we've seen that. That's kind of like a Resident Evil trademark, right? You got a big yeah. brooding character that kind of stalks you. Yeah. Uh, so we've seen it with the Crimson Zombies. We've seen it with Mr. X. We've seen it with Birkin, Nemesis. Um, and now we're seeing it with these sexy bitches. <laughs> Vampires. <laughs> Vampiring bitches. Um... And they've introduced another character, Heisenberg, which we believe is the brother of Lady Dimitrescu. Uh, he seems to have the ability to levitate items around him. He's got some kind of powers, so I'm going to assume that's going to tie into... Is one of them making blue meth? No. Damn it. Surprisingly not. <laughs> or should I have said, you're goddamn right. <laughs> yeah. Even though you're not. <laughs> you're goddamn wrong. <laughs> And he carries a large fucking two-handed hammer. Okay. So, also kind of thing you see all the time, right? A big... Did you... Yeah. Did you see him? Did, is he visible in this? I didn't see that. You see him, like, introduce himself or whatever. Okay. And, and is the, he just as big as her, or is he bigger? Nah, he looks like he's normal size as what well. What in the fuck? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. All right. We'll whatever. see. Whatever. It's really bothering you that she's yeah, tall, huh? Yeah, it does. Well, it bothers me that her brother is not the same. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense. Well, obviously she's been drinking her vampire milk. They're not really zombies, but I know people are claiming... Like, people are saying they're zombies, but they have like, these possessed people, which are very similar to Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. They kind of look like they were like... I don't know. You saw, they have like, those mm-hmm. raggedy clothes, like they're from like medieval times. Yeah. It's like yeah. priests or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. And they're carrying swords around like they're from the uh, fucking Crusades and... <laughs> uh, I don't know. It feels like a supplement to a zombie. Yeah. But people are calling them zombies. I right. disagree. But it did kind of introduce the the potential that you can pick up their their weapons because Ooh. if you notice in the video they had a uh, when they showed a few of them attacking him, mm-hmm. one of them got the sword shot out of his hand by Ethan, mm-hmm. and he drops it, and then you see this icon hovering over the mm-hmm. sword. Which is what you see when you get to pick things up. Right. So either it's an item he needs to do a puzzle, mm-hmm. or it's potentially you can now use swords either for blocking or... Yeah. I guess stabbing. Or stabbing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would be the more logical having approach. A, having a shave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I need a shave before I go to chapter three. <laughs> so they're kind of bringing those back, and then... It seems, to an extent, they're zombies, I guess. But yeah. I, I disagree on that. As far as gameplay mechanics, they've added defense and counterattacks, which they showed in that scene, mm-hmm. where you can block when they swing at you. You can kind of kick them back like a Spartan kick. Cool. That's always good. Does it? Does he say this is Sparta when he does it? Probably doesn't. Damn it. Probably doesn't. Specifically because that's not Sparta. So oh. well, he didn't want to get... Him, like Legal sued. papers yeah. showing up at his door. <laughs> uh, you recorded to say this was Sparta. <laughs> However, 
all geographical indications <laughs> say it is not. Yeah. You're going to have to retract that statement. They've returned the suitcase from Resident Evil 4, so now you kind of put all your shit in a suitcase and you carry that around. Okay. And then you kind of organize it. They've added crafting to an extent, like, where you can, I think, make ammo, medication stuff. They've kind of added more modifications to it. Yeah. Um, the merchant is back from Resident Evil 4, but it's a different guy called the Duke. He's very big, very fat. His boobs are arguably bigger than Lady Dimitrescu. <laughs> are they? So where are people talking about his boobs? Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> um, but he's kind of got the same role where you could go buy a bunch of shit from him and you hear him talk. And and the biggest reveal was this game is releasing May 7th of this year. So in oh, a few shit. months. Guess what? Four months? Yeah. Less than four months? Three and a half? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the big deal there. Unless uh, it's timed appropriately for your birthday, even though this is a game that you're not interested in. No, I'm in. torn with that. I'm like, <laughs> so I guess it's a birthday thing, but I'm not that excited about it. Yeah. Uh, they also in- announced that they are including a Resident Evil Verse. It's called Resident Evil Verse. It's a multiplayer game to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Resident Evil. Another unwanted To multiplayer. celebrate a single player game, we made another tack on multiplayer is what they said. So it looks like it's just kind of like a free-for-all playing as different characters from the different games throughout the years. Mm, Okay. Um, There's going to be more about it later on, but they're calling it free for those who buy Resident Evil Village. Yeah. Oh, so we're paying for it. Yeah. This is basically what they did with Resident Evil 3 where you got the tacked-on multiplayer of that game that was quickly abandoned because people didn't enjoy it. Yeah. This is different to an extent as to the type of gameplay, but again, it's just like, are they listening to their fans? Because it doesn't seem like they no, are. No, they must not be. I mean, I'm not saying I don't want a multiplayer game. I don't want the ones you're giving us. Give us an actual Resident Evil game with multiplayer in it. Like, yeah. oh, I don't know, Outbreak, which was a really good PS2 game that was ahead of its time. And wasn't valued because people didn't have the fucking internet in order to really play it and and do what they can with that type of a franchise right now. Oh yeah, for sure. The Sims Online did that too back whenever we were still using AOL. And if they came out with Sims Online now, it'd be fucking huge. Yeah, like it was like a very small skew of people who actually had the PS2 Online adapter and, yeah. and had the connection to even play it without lagging all over the place. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, it just, it was such new territory at the time. Like, remake those fucking games and give us those if you Mm -hmm. want to give us a multiplayer experience. You know they're just hoping for the cash cow of people going and buying shit content inside of it, right? Over and over. They want it to be like a Fortnite or something like that. It's not going to be. Yeah. Um, So that was a huge disappointment. That was their big reveal. But whatever. Uh, they also announced like Resident Evil 2 costumes will be coming to the, the Division 2 February 2nd to the 15th, specifically Leon Kennedy. Oh, okay. I'll check that out. We have that game. Um, and then they announced a Maiden demo, which is exclusive to PS5 users only. Oh, okay. So, very small market of people who actually get to play this. Oh, darn. Uh, I played it. You watched <laughs> because you're not into this kind of game. Yeah. Uh, basically they described it as a exploration demo with no combat. 
And that's exactly what it was. There was a little bit of, there was like light puzzles in it. Like nothing mm-hmm. that you're going to be like, oh, I don't understand what to do. Yeah. You look at a couple things, you press a couple buttons, and then you yeah. move on to the next door. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really just about, about atmosphere, right? It was very creepy, very goth, medieval. Yeah. It was more about the noises you hear around you rather than what you actually see. Yeah. They teased a couple creatures that you never really saw. Uh, the demo took, what, maybe 10, 15 minutes if you looked around. Otherwise, yeah. you could go probably quicker than that. Yeah. Uh, they had some files to read that kind of gave a little bit more depth. The whole idea was you weren't playing as Ethan. You were playing as a random character from the village who was taken there. And they named her Maiden as, as far as the demo was concerned. Got it. Okay. Um, overall, this whole game just feels like Resident Evil 4 remade with different characters mm-hmm. as the antagonist. Okay. But the possessed people in the village is there. Uh, the the type of creatures that they have seem to be similar so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, suitcase, like I said, the merchant. It feels like everything here is just Resident Evil 4 redone. Okay. Um, it almost made me wish that they just made Resident Evil 1 again in this engine. Yeah. that's That, that was my takeaway was I just wanted to have another Resident Evil 1 game with this quality of graphics. Yeah. Because they had some detail to the castle inside. Yeah. Um, but like I said, overall, this felt like a Resident Evil 4 remake. And on that note, there's rumors of a Resident Evil 4 remake that are in production. Oh, shit. Outside of this game. Okay. Uh, and it's being reported that it's getting a partial reboot uh, and a change in the development because of basically a disagreement within Capcom about where they should go with the franchise. Oh, yeah. Uh, as far as the reboot goes. Resident Evil Studio Capcom Division 1 is apparently taking over for M2, which will see a smaller role on the project. They were M2 was the ones who were originally on the project. Apparently M2 was being too faithful to the original game, and Capcom was preferring to remake the game with inspiration of Resident Evil 4, but introduce new elements and features. Okay. So similar to what Resident Evil 3 was, I guess. Okay. Resident Evil 2 was more traditional to the game. Resident Evil 3 was more like, well, we're going to change a lot of things. But the problem was that Resident Evil 3 was they left out a lot of stuff, but then they added that stupid multiplayer thing. So the fact that they're doing that with Resident Evil Village makes me worry that they're going to do that again with Resident Evil 4. The reason that M2 was even doing such a strict, faithful reboot is because they wanted to avoid any backlash like Resident Evil 3 had got. Right. Which I completely agree with. They, they left out big chunks of that game just because they clearly wanted to focus on the multiplayer and they couldn't have... They would have had to either delay or weaken what they put into that game. Yeah. And so, I mean, maybe just get rid of the multiplayer and make a full fucking game. I don't know. It was an idea. Yeah. Anyways, because of all this, this Resident Evil 4 reboot that is supposedly in the works uh, would be delayed until 2023, which was rumored to be a Q4 2022 release. Mm, okay. I liked Resident Evil 4, but it's one of those situations where it's not Resident Evil. It It's more Resident Evil than what we have now. But mm-hmm. it took a different approach to the gameplay. It was more action-driven than it was uh, the atmosphere and kind of survival horror that you know. Gotcha. I wouldn't consider these games survival horror anymore. Oh, okay. They'd just be they'd just be action games, if you ask me. Really? Yeah. Okay. I guess you're not easily creeped out then. I guess not. 
because I was fucking creeped out just watching you play and there was no battle. So, okay. <laughs> uh, some other news that happened earlier this week is Xbox, uh, Microsoft announced that Xbox Live prices were going to go up. And they basically said that they were going to go from $60 per year to $60 for six months, basically doubling the price. And uh, the internet promptly shit everyone's pants. Um, so there was a lot uh, of... I mean, they shit, they pissed, they <laughs> laid eggs, they did everything out of the one they, hole. They cloaked <laughs> the shit out of the web. Um, so yeah, worked out to $10 a month if you did the yearly route, but other than that, it actually went up in price. And, and so everybody, yeah, I think was... it's like around like $6, right? Or something like that. $5, I think. Yeah. Something like per month. Like, yeah. Is what it was. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of backlash. And as a result of this massive sh- pants shitting, uh, Microsoft has backtracked on that statement. Yeah, I think it took like a day. Yeah. It was like one day and they already Yeah, changed. like within the same, yeah, I think something like 12 hours, I want to say. It was crazy. Um, and so not only have they decided, never mind, we're going to keep it the same price, they've also announced that they're going to allow um, or they're going to remove the need for Xbox Live subscriptions to play free-to-play games such as Fortnite. I mean, there's many other games. There's that's a lot. The biggest that's game the very that one give everybody an exa- talks give about. an example of. Yeah. Yes. Uh, which, that alone was always confusing to me why that was ever a thing. Mm-hmm. It just seemed odd that you would have to have a pay subscription to play a game that was deemed free. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I, whenever I was buying a console, I chose PlayStation 3 at the time because I didn't have to have a subscription to watch fucking Netflix. And at the time, Xbox yeah. Live, I was required to they have that. They changed that over time. I think they Netflix did. was the exception yeah. after a while. But at the time, they did require it, and I was like, well, fuck that. <laughs> hmm. I think the whole point of what they did was intended to be a marketing move to direct people over to Game Pass, right? Yeah, of course. You have Game Pass for $10 a month. Which includes Xbox Live as well as the catalog of games to play. You know, there's hundreds of games, literally. So many. All of the all of the Xbox exclusives are there. Um, or you could do the Game Pass Ultimate, which is the same concept, but you also have everything available for PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's also some other benefits, like yeah, you can get trials on things, whatever. I think we got like a free month of Disney Plus through it or whatever at one point. Yeah. And that's for fifteen dollars. So it's a little bit more, but like overall, that's the route to go. So I think what they were trying to do, and not to say this is a good move, but I think their idea was if you make Xbox Live the same price as you're making your Game Pass, which is the future, mm-hmm. arguably what what gaming is going to, yeah, you're then going to get all of those people to shift over to Game Pass, which is your focus. You want people to go to that service. It was their way, I think, of pushing... To use that service for the people who were still latched on to Xbox Live. Yeah, they were trying to financially force people's hand. That's what I got out of yeah, it. Yeah, no, it, it totally makes sense. And so it was kind of funny because people were like complaining about this whole thing. And they're like, well, I'll just go buy a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go for it. But <laughs> you're still paying $60 for PlayStation Plus. And the, the big argument people had was, well, you're getting the PlayStation PS5 collection for free on PlayStation Plus. If you if you PS5. buy a PlayStation 5, you can get that. Yes, yeah. you are correct. Which we've established not a lot of people have these days. Which is still only, what, like 
20 something games yeah well, they're they're all ps4 games which they're good games Couple of them are but they're or th- third party but yeah. yeah but they're 20 something games versus hundreds <laughs> You know, I don't know. It just well, the argument is you don't have to have Game Pass or what, right. the PlayStation Now. I guess is what that comparison okay, is. Okay, okay. You don't have to have PlayStation Now, but the logic is, if you were to have Game Pass, which is what they want you to, to go into, versus having the Xbox Live for the same price, yeah, you will have those theoretical, theoretically hundreds of games to play. Mm-hmm. Okay, so comparing that to what PlayStation is doing, you would have to have PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. To even have the same amount of content, which actually is not even the same amount of games, but mm-hmm. relatively the same comparison. Yeah. And then you would be paying the same price anyways. And also be paying $100 more for the console. So I think it was an overreaction from people because it just people don't want to pay more. Yeah. But the reality is eventually you're going to be getting Game Pass. Xbox, the only other option is they're going to just say, oh, we don't have Xbox Live anymore. Yeah. Xbox Game Pass is the only thing you can do now. Yeah. That's the only other option they're going to have at some point. Yeah, what they'll probably do is end up raising the Game Pass price and then get rid of Live and then nobody has to have Live for something. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I know $120 a year sounds like a lot, but let's be honest. You're paying for a service that is no longer what it was when you first were paying $60, okay? You're paying... In fact, I don't think $60 was the original price. I think it's gone up a few times. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 40 I want or to say 50. it was 40 or something, yeah. Um, but at this point, you're paying for not only the Xbox Live that you're used to, for you know chatting, playing games online, and all that jazz. You also have to take into account that Game Pass is all a thing now. They have to maintain those servers. They have to maintain all that. Keep that all up to the, the quality they need. Right. Um, you also have to include xCloud now. That's something that's a part of Xbox Game Pass, right? True, true. So, even though you are on Xbox Live, Microsoft is now paying to keep and maintain triple the amount of stuff that they did before. Right. So, the money's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. So, it only makes sense that if you're going to be raising prices on consoles, on games, that eventually you're going to expect to see the services actually raise prices too, right? Right. I think people are oblivious if they think that PlayStation isn't considering when can they do this. Yeah, exactly. Or how much will they be able to do. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not going to be able to go double because they've established now that that's not that's a thing. It's not going to work. Yeah. But I assure you, both both Microsoft and Sony are looking for when can they raise the price. Mm-hmm. And arguably, Microsoft is beyond leagues better than PlayStation when it comes to their online service. Yeah. I do not like how the PlayStation Plus works on my consoles. Like, it's so confusing. I, I don't... I know I don't talk to a lot of people on, like, the chats and stuff, but, like, I feel like it's more complicated and uh, not user-friendly like mm-hmm. Xbox is. It just doesn't have that ease of use to me. Yeah. Plus, look at... I know this is, like, not quite... This is, like, apples to oranges, I guess, to an extent. But, like, look at streaming services like Netflix and Hulu and all these things. You're paying way more than $10 a month for those. And yeah. no one's questioning that. Yeah. Netflix is even raising their their prices come, yeah. I think, February. We got the notice that it's going to be like 15 or $16, something like that. I might have overquoted that. I don't know. I think it's I 14. Say we're, 
I think we're, is it going to be thirteen ninety nine? It's going to be thirteen ninety nine. Right now we're eleven ninety nine. Okay, so yeah. it's going fourteen dollars yeah. a month for Netflix, yeah. and that's just to have standard HD, yeah. not four K. Yeah, that's which is eighteen ridiculous. to twenty dollars or something like that. It's so irritating that Netflix is still like one of the few that won't just give you the fucking HD with your service. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, all these other ones are just being like, here's four K. Yeah, Amazon does it. HBO yeah. Max is now doing it. Yeah. Disney's doing it. Yeah, Netflix isn't. So, I it seems like people, and we've learned that Netflix now has like 200 million or something. Yeah, 200 million subscribers. 200 million subscribers. So, mm-hmm. people are paying for Netflix. Yeah. So, nobody needs to sit there and pretend like, well, I don't pay for that much for my Netflix. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. That's just how it is. There's a lot of people that account share. People so. just don't want to pay extra money for the same services. Yeah. It, that's all this is coming down to. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, Xbox is deemed behind on the what they deem a console war. Mm-hmm. And so now everyone's using this as leverage as, oh, well, Xbox made a huge fuck up and they can't recover from this, which okay. I think is ridiculous. That's but, dumb, but sure. That's the, that's the message some people have now mm-hmm. is that, let's be honest, there's a portion of people who are online saying, oh, I'm not going to buy an Xbox because of this, who were never going to buy an Xbox. Yeah, exactly. They are PlayStation fanboys who just wanted to jump in and... And dig talk. at Microsoft yeah. for this announcement. Do I want to pay less for Xbox services? Of course I do. Yeah. But I'm understanding that this was going to happen at some point. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, it worked out for everybody, though, because now they don't have to pay it. Yeah. But there's going to be a day where Xbox Live is no longer a thing. I just don't want to see them come back in a couple weeks and be like, all right, Game Pass is going up. <laughs> they probably will, to be honest. Yeah. Which we know was going to happen at some point. Yeah. As soon as that user base is higher, yeah. it's going to get raised. And it's bullshit because we haven't had E3 to get more free codes. I so know. we're going to have to actually start paying <laughs> I would for just it. Think, what I was doing is I was like, wait, are we paying for it yet? <laughs> so I had to go look. I was like, oh no, we're good for like another year, I think. <laughs> Sometime in 22, I think it's like June or something is when okay. it ends. All right, hopefully they have another E3 by then so we can get more codes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I'm just here for the the Game Pass codes, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just going to head out. Yeah. All right, I'm head out now. <laughs> so how, how do you feel, though, about, like, were they stupid for doing this? Okay, so I feel like raising the price probably was something that needed to be done, but maybe doubling it was a bit much. They should have gone with a different percentage to make it not such a... Like a small increment? Yeah. I, yeah, because that's how Netflix has gotten away with it. You know, when I started Netflix, I paid six ninety nine per month. Mm-hmm. This, of course, was in like college or yeah. something, and now here we are paying fucking. We're about to be paying fourteen dollars a month. So, and it's because they do it two dollars every couple like every year or whatever. You know, yeah, uh, they didn't do it for the first couple of years because it was a newer service. But for the last few years, it's been every year they raise it two dollars, and they do it one little bit at a time, just enough. Not enough to make you say, like, at this point now it's getting to the point where you're like, oh, maybe we need to consider canceling. But up until up until now, it's just been like, oh, $2, I mean, it's still less than this other service that I'm using. Yeah. But. I think they could have been smarter with their approach of how to raise the price. But yeah. I do think people were overreacting to an extent. They about, totally did, yeah. Like, it, it's about what you're getting. Mm-hmm. I guess the argument is, well, I don't want all those games. Yeah. Okay, that's cool, but, like, you also didn't want to pay f- to play games online when Xbox first came out. Yeah. 
and here we are. Yeah, true. You know, it, people pick and choose when Xbox is fucking up. Yeah. But Sony does the same fucking things whenever they feel they need to. And yeah. No one, no one blinks an eye about it. Yeah. Eventually, they're both going to be charging more. True. I fully expect PlayStation now to be lumped into PlayStation Plus at some point. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's I. I guess it's a small victory though for people who don't care to have Game Pass. But yeah, I do think that one positive that came out of this. I, I'm bummed that they like immediately were like, "Oh, okay, 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 you can have what you want." Because I hate when mm-hmm. li- like uh, like the the vocal minority. I hate when like mobs get their way yeah. just on principle. But here's where but, it sucks too, is because now how are you going to raise it again now ever? Yeah, but I do agree. I like that they did make it to the free-to-play games you don't need live for. Because maybe they'll be able to get... Like, you know what would have been better? If they had said, okay, free-to-play games, now you don't have to pay. But every other game, now it's a couple extra dollars. You know, if they had done that announcement at the same time, it might have gotten better. I think what really fucked them, though, is they announced this... Were, like, what? Two, maybe three months out of the launch of the new consoles? Mm Mm-hmm. With very limited stock, there's not a lot of people who have the new console. Yeah, I think the stupid move on their part was announcing something where people are in a position that they can shift over the PlayStation. True, you know, yeah. not that it looks good if you wait till everybody buys their Xbox and they go, oh, now it's like twice the price to buy yeah. to pay online to play online. Yeah, that also does not look good. But at least yeah. you bought them in already to yeah. the ecosystem. True for the next gen versus. Now giving them the option to be like, well, I'll just go to PlayStation. I agree with you. So, anyways, uh, good to see that they did that, but expect a price raise at some point, I would still imagine. Yeah. Uh, A couple quick things. If you remember the PlayStation 5 custom plate uh, company that came out with, they were going to have these different color things. Face plates or whatever. Yeah, face plates. Uh, They silently, they they went silent after Sony... uh, threatened to sue them over it, mm-hmm. over trademark or whatever it was. Yeah. They've reemerged since then, uh, now under the name CMP Shells, and they are asking for your financial assistance once again. And buy- <laughs> I read this, and I was like, God damn it. And buying, <laughs> and, and buying their PS5 custom shells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they have many... Or they have a lot less variety than they had before. They had a, a few colors. Now they only have basically one with a design. Uh, they, so they have three designs, they say, but one is a all black shell for fifty dollars, forty nine ninety nine. Okay. I'm interested, but uh, it's fifty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> fifty dollars seems like a lot just for plain black. That could be five months. Yeah. Of Xbox, okay. <laughs> or it could have been, I guess. Yeah. They also have a black shell with a controller shell for $69.99. Or they have a Kratos bundle for the same price of $69.99 uh, with the insignia from God of War Ragnarok. Okay. Interesting. Now, this is the funny thing to me. You couldn't have just different colors yeah. to put on a PS5. But you can straight up take the logo, logo from their game. Yeah. I'm confused. Call it Kratos Bundle. And that's okay. They 
I mean, they must have made a deal with them, right? I don't know. I think, I mean, they had a quote here because apparently <laughs> on their website, frequently asked questions, uh, people want to know, well, are you going to be sued again by Sony? Yeah. Their response was, we didn't know before, now we do. Further, we have not replicated anyone's proprietary design. Our shells improve upon the original by allowing for more ventilation. We will be able to sell even after the patent is approved. So what they're saying is it's not the same design as the one on PS5, so they can't be sued because of that. Yeah. But that doesn't explain how you can use the Kratos yeah. God of War logo. Yeah, I don't understand. Which I don't know if that's like a generic thing that existed already before the game logo came out, but I have to assume that that's more of a risk of getting in a lawsuit with Sony again. Yeah. Also, these seem a lot less lame than what they had before. Where's the blue? Where's the red? Where's the gray? Where are those yeah. cool colors that they had? Yeah, like it a burgundy, make sense. I think. They had some yeah, cool colors, worth, and now these are colors. lame as fuck. I mean, I want a black one, but like, I don't want one for fifty dollars. Yeah, definitely. I would just spray paint the one I have before I go and. <laughs> yeah. Just take it apart. I'm, and spray I'm, paint. I, I don't know who I'm trying to impress. I yeah. would never do that. I know. I'd be too scared. You would never it. do that. <laughs> Even if you knew that it would suck. I would just settle for a If you a somehow wipe. knew that it would be fine, you would still never do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, but what if it's not? <laughs> what if the paint I sprayed onto that case overheats the console and it blows up? Yeah. What if? Yeah. Anyways, I thought that that was funny that they uh, are getting asked if they're going to be sued again before people buy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to be sued again? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh... In our last story, uh, another controversial topic, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Apparently, a company I believe called Superdata had a financial report for digital games in the market. uh, And they said that Cyberpunk 2077 sold over 10.2 million digital copies with PC accounting for over 80% of them. Damn. That makes sense, though, with Uh, the graphic needs. This does take into account that Sony and Microsoft removed the game from their digital fronts shortly after the launch. Mm. Uh, It also takes into account the estimates for the refunds on digital consoles. It does? Wow. That's fucking impressive. So that means the reason it looks so large for PC is because a lot of those... Right. Were taken out of the stats. It yeah, looks like okay. That's fair. Uh, however, it shows that data. The, the data shows that refunds did not substantially affect the game's ag- aggregated sales. Huh. Okay. And Cyberpunk 2077 sales helped the industry reach 12 billion dollars in sales in the month of December. Wow. Not that month alone, but. Yeah. Reached to that. It got to that milestone. Yes, yes. milestone. Thank you. Uh, it was a 15% increase year over year and a record high revenue for a single month in the gaming industry. It's so funny that it, industry. Can it be, it's interesting to me to see something be so financially successful but like emotionally upsetting to people. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, like we said, people are going to go buy. Even if you get a refund, you're going to go fucking buy the game again once it's deemed good, right? right? Yeah. 
again, another overreaction to... Yeah. I get it. You don't want to have a game that you can't really play that well for a while. But if you knew you are going to fucking play it and you know it's going to get fixed over time, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's my take on it. I agree. Um, but this kind of makes me think of something. Is this not evidence then to use for the lawsuit that the investors are suing them? No shit, Doesn't that just prove, well, I mean, we just made 10.2 million digital sales on the fucking game, so Mm -hmm. maybe shut the fuck up. That's a good point. We increased the industry to 12 billion for the year. Yeah, but since the Uh, lawsuits... What was that? (laughs) Oh yeah, shut the fuck up. The lawsuit claims, like, that they... Basically, it's suing them for loss of theoretical dollars, so there's no real... (laughs) South Park covered this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So there's no real... I am worth two million theoretical dollars. <laughs> so there's no real evidence that will disprove their loss of theoretical dollars because it's theoretical. It's fucking dumb. So. Which, can you argue that I in don't... court? That I would have potentially made this? Like, okay. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, how can yeah. you prove all they're trying to one go... way or the other? All they have to do is prove that... CD Projekt Red misrepresented the product, and if they if they can prove that, then they can say, "Well, you can't say I wouldn't have made more." Basically, I guess it's bullshit. Anyways, so that's that. It is, and that is it. Uh, we don't have any reviews for games this week. We will have some next week. Mm-hmm. We are currently playing Donut County. Yep. Or if you rearrange the words in the title of that game, which you can do. It's a little more inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, loving it so far. We'll give you Take some away more. the do and the O and the Y. <laughs> I didn't say it. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't catch on that I could do that until after I already got rid of a letter or two. Now I have to go back and do it again. Yeah, I definitely didn't do that, so I'll have to go check. But anyways, we're playing yeah. that. We'll talk about that next week. Yes. Um, I'm caught up on... Black Ops Cold War, and some updates to Warzone. So maybe if I'm legally allowed to, at some point, I'll talk about that. <laughs> legally? <laughs> uh, yeah. I actually might wait until a couple weeks to talk about Black Ops, because then I can talk about the new Zombies map, too. I was just going to ask you if that came out yet. No, it's February 4th. Okay. All right. Okay. That's our episode. That is Much our episode. Much longer than it needed to be. As always. As always. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTFPod or check out our website, DTFCast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. You can find us almost anywhere. If you're looking for us on a service and you don't find it, send us an email at DTFPod at gmail.com, and we will make sure we get on there if we can. Um, you can also send us questions suggestions feedback etc we'd love to hear from you thanks y'all for listening that's it for episode 77 of dissecting this fiction bye bye <laughs>